going on everybody welcome back to episode 28 of buzz talk i'm your host kevin henry along with my co-host as always matthew violet aka maddie purple uh got a lot of good things in the chamber for you today uh we'll talk a little bit on the pats bills game thursday night uh not a great one power rankings week 14 uh, we have a little more uh, miscellaneous stuff we'll cover. Matt has some his one and only Celtics weekly segment. And then we will mix it up again. We're going to do trivia. Matt's going to be asking me. Uh, but without further ado, uh, Matt, what's going on? How does it feel to be back and also with better audio? Now's the real test. Don't jinx it. Do not jinx it. I am terrified about this audio. Kevin tells me I sound good. I've been working really hard to sound good, and I don't sound good. And it really stinks when you try hard at something. Uh It doesn't go your way. But like Kevin and I say, the only way is through. Kobe Bryant said that you're only a loser once you stop trying, and I will not stop trying. Never. So Matty Perp in the building, just searching for my meaning, searching for my purpose, just like everyone else, trying to stay above water. But I'm doing good, Kev. Yeah, sad Pats game. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, it's – What's wrong with these guys? Um, Well, there's a lot of stuff wrong. Um, Obviously, the Pats lose 10-24 at home at Gillette. Another bad primetime loss at home. The last one against the Bears was equally as bad. I think the the Bills, uh, they have their uh, inefficiencies offensively. Uh, and still made it look easy, almost looked like they were toying with you. They controlled the possession, didn't give you a chance. Uh, but the thing that, that really frustrated me as a fan was uh, just their inept to uh, make in-game adjustments. And it seemed, you know, again, first half, ending of a first half struggle. Um, you know, they go into the... They go into the first half playing for a field goal. Can't win with field goals against this Bills team. Uh, Once again, 3 of 12 on third down. Uh, I alluded to the possession time. Bills had 38. Pats had 21 uh, minutes. So just been overall pretty pretty horrid game. Uh, Another stinker on Thursday night. And... Like I said, playoff hopes are uh, are looking grim now. Like this team, the coaching isn't getting enough out of these players to to be at their full abilities. And uh, when you're a team this talented, you, you need to squeeze everything you can out of the coaching to to put these players in a better, better position to win. And ultimately, this all falls on Bill. Uh, not to point fingers, but you, you do have to. to to figure out what's wrong and, and how to fix it. I don't think they're in a great position to do that. I know we, we kind of schedule hunt uh, and look ahead here. So uh, the Pats actually now going into Arizona on Monday night. Uh, they'll play the Raiders at uh, in Vegas, and then they'll have a tough three-week stretch to end the year 
at home against the Bengals, at home against the Dolphins, and finishing at on the road against the Bills. For our sake, we hope the Bills lock up uh, their playoff position by then. However, uh, at best, I think you go two and three, maybe three and two. You steal one of those Bengals, the Dolphins, Bills games, and you sweep the the Cardinals, Raiders. I don't know, two and three to end the year. You'll you'll be eight and nine. That definitely isn't going to get it done. I'm not sure nine and eight gets it done. So, um, overall, state of the union, Pats uh, seem like they're dead to me, but. Uh, I don't know. What are your thoughts? Um, you are making me sad because this is the saddest I think I've ever seen you. Well, I guess I, I guess like even could have said that because this is being recorded. Right, I right. You, I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna tell you to back up an inch because uh, I just hear you breathing. So, and I feel hypo- I hear I feel hypocritical. Be I, I for everyone, all the audience. I showed Kevin a sign that said "back up an inch," not realizing that we're recording this video. So I could have just said something. But um, <laughs> and I'm the guy trying to comment on people's audio when I've been sounding like a tin can this past couple of weeks. So uh, every every week, my brother texts me. He goes, "I don't believe. I didn't even know it was possible to sound that bad." And I said, "Thanks." <laughs> no, but, any, but anyways, anyways, um, so I saw one thing interesting. I saw was well, I guess to comment on what you said, 38 minutes Bills, 21 minutes Pats time of possession. You're not yeah. going to win the game when people have. The, no. the other team has the ball twice as much as you. That's just not going to happen. Yeah. Um, unless you know have some crazy Patrick Mahomes sixty yard TDs up your sleeve, or you do but interceptions that's not us. or something. Yeah. yeah, it's not. That's not us. It's not happening. Um, I saw that Bill said it's too late in the season. Essentially, said it's too late in the season to make any major changes in reference to um, the Matt Patricia, o- the calm, which is true. Matt, Absolutely. For some reason I had, I had Dan, is there? There's no Dan Patricia. Who's Dan? You're <laughs> Maybe you're thinking of Dan Patrick. I don't know who I'm thinking of for some reason. No. Dan, but I know it's Matt. Yeah, Matt Patricia. Um, he said some things. pretty much some comments about like, you know, it's too late to make a big change, which seems Agreed. crazy to me. Oh, you, oh, you think that's good? You think that's good stuff? Yeah, I think you need to have some. <laughs> even if it's, it's organized like chaos. Yeah, consistency. Yeah, you need you need stability, and, and you know maybe. Maybe they're building something later on because Bill, obviously, it seems like he wants the people he he trusts around him, i.e. Matt Patricia, Joe Judge. He's comfortable with them. He has his sons on the staff. Maybe he's building for a future. Maybe they move Patricia somewhere else in the organization. But as a play caller, as any – I mean, I'm no football uh, professional or analyst by any stretch of imagination, but – it just you know what they're gonna do, and they don't push the ball. And my God, is it frustrating? Did you mention the uh, Mac Jones? Give me those. I did not. Long balls. No, I didn't actually. Balls. Do you think Jinky said, "Give me those effing long"? Let's throw some effing long balls. He well, I think he said I, in the interview he did say something along those lines. I think he the, said he was trying to get a spark, and I understand frustration. And sometimes, I mean, you know, we all want we all want kind of genuine, healthy motivation to get you to win, but sometimes you need to be pissed off. Yeah, I think um, I forget verbatim what it was, but I think it was like throw the fucking ball, like which that should like as a quarterback and a competitor, I actually respect that, and I actually think Max like been playing well recently, but the offensive line is is drastically worse than it was last year, and he just he's still a young quarterback, like he's only played in twenty six, twenty seven games in the NFL, and like that's you know. That's still very young. Like people think it, it sounds like he's been in for a while, but he, he missed a few weeks due to injury. And 
you you still need to kind of cater around this this quarterback and and help him out. Like look what they did with two in Miami. He's doing very well now because they they built an offense around him, and that's huge, right? So um, it's it's tough. Uh, the coaching is is haywire. The the players seem very frustrated post game, and I'm not sure how you get this fixed. And, you know, there's got to be transparency and there's got to be – it's got to start from the top as it as it always does in any organization, whether it's business or sports. Did you ever think you were going to say the coaching is haywire <laughs> on a Bill Belichick team? <coughs> Excuse me. Um, no, but, you know, he some is, people say – some people He's s- not God. He's not God. And everyone – you know, we're human. That's what makes sports fun. That's what makes – uh, everything in life balance out, right? Uh, everything in moderation sort of thing. But, um, it, you know, uh, Bill's on the on here because he's on the not literal hot stove as he would lose his position, but Robert Kraft gave him autonomy to do what he wanted with the coaching staff. They feel like he earned that trust. And uh, obviously that's not working, right? And maybe, you know, if he has another bad year, like, and it's it's tough to say, right? Because who knows? Maybe we finish the year with ten wins, but um, yeah. I mean, obviously, when all is going well in the Brady era, like no, I never think Bill's going to be bad. But um, he's been questionable. He's been questionable to say the least without Brady. And um, I mentioned this on whether it was last episode or the episode before. Like it seems like a guy who wants to coach for the all-time winningest coach record and not Super Bowls. Obviously, anyone wants to win, and anyone will take the Super Bowls, and sure, he might strive for it. But, you know, some people say that the time is kind of passing by, and you don't win in this league anymore without a competent offense, and that's what you're looking at when you watch the the Patriots product on the field, and there's no other way to put it. You You don't see a competent offense is what you mean. Not at all. No, I think yeah. it's it, it's it's jumbled. It, a lot of people are saying they're just going out there and running plays. Like, nothing's flowing. Um, and that's a huge part of it, right? Like, when you're doing anything in life, you're, you're going, you're, you don't go through the motions. You, you got to be meticulous. You got to be thought out. And if you want to do the best job you can, you're planned and you're, you're effective, right? You're results based. And I think that's how the crafts are. So I do think, you'll you'll see some some pressure put on bill and you'll see some offseason moves in one way or another what those moves are i mean that's tbd it's sad <laughs> and i want to i want to go back and i always go back to how ridiculous boston and new england is in that we are are we are we 6 and 5 am i right when i say that or are we 6 and 6 no we're 6 and 6 now right 6 and 6 yeah 6 correct. and 6 yeah correct like not to say i mean people are thrilled about being 6 and 6 but you know, you go 500 on some organizations, it's the best year they've had in, eight, in a decade. Yeah, so I know. I know. We have the high it's... standard to hold here, and we want it. Um, I know the fans are angry. But I think you make a good point around Mac being young in that we're such short-term people these days. And it's like, give this kid a break. He's literally – he's younger than you and I. And, yeah, you know, it, I think I think you get – I mean, it's easy to get jealous of a of – a, um, what's it called? Easy to get jealous of a Josh Allen, of a Tua, of a right. Patrick Mahomes because they've they've seen oh he's at least Patrick Mahomes has figured it out you know Josh Allen hasn't um, you know their bills are, are sketchy at times but they're obviously crushing it um, but 
everyone's jealous of when they get it when people get it done fast and they don't realize mm-hmm. most people take a little bit of time michael jordan <laughs> nine years to get this chip but um but yeah so i understand why people are upset but i hope I, i'm i'm curious because i mean i've talked to I've talked to multiple people that say are pretty quick to say Mac's not the guy, and I think that's a tough thing to say. But at the same I mean, time, it's, <coughs> and I'm, I don't know, we're, we're short term these days. Yeah, and it's, like, it's just a product. Of and a it lot of and, and it speaks volume to our generation, right? Like I assume the people you spoke with are around our age, millennials, Gen Z, whatever you want to consider us. Um, we're instant gratification people. Like we want results right away, and. Yeah, maybe he's not the guy. I think that's still <clears throat> I think that's still out in the air, but you also need to support him. Like he yeah, he's not not many quarterbacks can come in and win you games. I mean, Andrew Luck was kind of a guy who could fill holes for you and and cover and mask up the inefficiencies his team had, but that's a once in a generational talent and uh, I mean, his career got ended because his, his <laughs> offensive line was so bad for so long. But it, yeah, it's you. You need to protect Mac, and you need to have weapons around him. Which they, their wide receiving core isn't that bad. Like it, it's it's average, above average. But they're just they're not using their rookie wide receiver. They use a, a cornerback scored a touchdown last game. He had the most receiving yards. So in a rookie cornerback that is, and Marcus Jones. So. I don't see much hope because I I don't know how drastic this offense can improve. Um, you know, there's three playoff spots that they're they're excuse me, there's three teams buying for one playoff spot, the Chargers, Jets, and Patriots. Uh Jets are, are in the driver's seat seven and five, Chargers, Pats six and six. Um I think I think what I from what I've said from the beginning, as we were getting down the stretch, I don't think the Patriots are a playoff team. I don't think they've deserved it. Uh, and I need to see a, a great improvement to, to believe otherwise. Well, I really hate hearing you this sad. You're like a sad puppy that didn't get fed dinner. Do you want to move on? Um, yeah, I think that covers it enough. Uh, All we can say is we hope we learn. Bill is a learner. Bill is a student. Okay, yes. No, that's definitely not a word. Bill is a student. Bill. Uh, he's a teacher improve. and a student. Yeah, he's a teacher. He's a student. Like we all strive to be. Like you said, the crafts want results. Everyone wants results. So I hope at least – like it'll be insanity, and sometimes I fall into this, and I need to check myself. They say insanity is doing the same thing over and over, over again. Yeah, expecting I've heard that before. Result. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, and so uh, they come out next year, and <coughs> Danny Patricia, Maddie Patricia, is out here calling these, you know, running plays on third and fourteen. Then we have a problem, and they're it's they're psychopaths. Right, right now, yeah. um, let's give them a chance to learn. Most sports teams don't win twenty championships across the sports in a decade God although i know damn. we love it i know we love it here in boston um but but all we can ask for is they learn the the media the mediocrity yeah the mediocrity uh makes winning even sweeter at the end of the day i mean i don't really expect them to do much even if they got in the playoffs and honestly i'd love at the end of the day like i don't even if they lose games i don't want to see a dog shit product and that's what we've gotten it's just been boring it's been sluggish it's just not fun as a viewer to watch as a fan of that team. So hopefully they can figure it out. But uh, I do want to move on here to uh, <clears throat> the week 14 power rankings oh, yeah, shifted like up a bit. Lost you? Uh, a few oh, teams. I may have lost 
Uh, losing uh, injuries, quarterbacks specifically were were the talk of oh, this Allison past week. Jimmy Garoppolo going down uh, actually comes back. His foot's not broken, sprained severely. Uh, should be out six to eight weeks. I saw. Um, could come back in time for the playoffs. We'll see. I think that's wishful thinking. Uh, Lamar Jackson knee injury week to week probably won't be playing this week. Um, but I'll get this started. Uh, the Titans at seven and five, losing pretty terribly on the road against Philly, uh, ten to thirty-five. Pretty, you know, just couldn't do anything right. Philly dominated that game front to back. Um, Titans, you know, not a very high ceiling. They'll they'll win the division. They'll probably get the four seed within the AFC. But um, unless their running game can improve, uh, which it has not the past few weeks, I don't expect much out of them down the stretch. <clears throat> the Ravens, who did win ten and nine, like I said, Lamar Jackson week to week, uh, they had to fight and claw for a win against a horrendous Broncos team or offense, I should put it. Uh, they win ten to nine on a last second touchdown. They're at eight and four. I have the Dolphins at number eight, uh, losing on the road to the Niners, who are a very well-rounded team, uh, seventeen to thirty-three. Uh, Tua just did not play like a, a good quarterback this game. I expect it to change moving forward. They're definitely a playoff team, but uh, for this purpose, I have them at eight. And the team that beat them also at eight and four, 49ers, obviously losing uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. They have Mr. Irrelevant playing Brock Purdy. What a name. Uh, and for those people who don't know, Mr. Irrelevant uh, in the NFL means you are the last pick in the NFL draft. Um, obviously, they're lo- the 49ers losing uh, their quarterbacks, Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo, most likely for the year, uh, have a guy who has no football experience in the NFL. So that's definitely a storyline to watch as we finish this season. The Bengals 8-4 and four winning against the Patrick Mahomes-led Chiefs 3-0 and against those guys. As Joe Burrow as the starter, 27-24, the exact same score the Bengals beat the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game not even a year ago. At number five, the Cowboys 9-3, and three, uh, beating the Colts pretty horribly, 54-19. to uh, Cowboys defense was on one. Colts just not a great team overall. Jeff Saturday trying to do the best he can with what he has uh at number four the bills nine and three beating the pats in gillette 24 to 10 um they're still a juggernaut still a contender uh but they're they're still at number four and then at number three the vikings 10 and two uh held off a late game heroics drive by the jets uh they win 27 to two and at number two Kansas City Chiefs nine and three. Obviously, that loss at uh, on the road against the Bengals. Uh, I moved them to two because the Bengals, I think, are a really good team. I expect them to be uh, top five in power rankings when this year ends, um, and I think that's going to be a great playoff matchup. And then number one, the Eagles back in front here. Uh, they've been flip flopping with the Chiefs and Bills. They're at eleven and one, a commanding win against the Titans at home, thirty-five to ten. Matt, you can run us through the top 10 power rankings again. 
for the week 14 power rankings, we have 10, the Titans, 9, the Ravens, 8, the Dolphins, 7, the 49ers, 6, the Bengals, 5, the Cowboys, 4, the Bills, 3, the Vikings, 2, the Chiefs, 1, the Eagles. I was curious, Kev. I have one thing to say, but what happened there? I lost internet. What happened? Did, did you, what, you just went, eh, we're going to keep going? Or do you not notice? No, I didn't even notice. Sorry, I was looking you, at the... You, I was looking at the notice? power rankings. No, I was at the power no rankings. Way. Did I so lose? Must, I, so, no, so I, I I was gone for like a whole month. <clears throat> really? You, you, yeah, you must have just gone autopilot. I started saying like, hey, is anyone there? Kev, you there? No, well, that's me. none uh, of it. That's so funny. None of that's it. so funny. Well, it actually, it, it, no, but it actually worked out perfectly. Yeah, yeah, no, maybe it was uh, literally perfect. Because so, you, um, you answered when I, when, I, when I had you round out the top ten. Well, I, no, I lost. I lost uh, the internet before you even started the power rankings. Wow! I joined. I joined back to you starting them. So you must have. Uh, I must have just froze and, and with a nice smile. No. There. Did I see the Titans fire their head coach? No. Um, what happened? It might have been the GM or offensive. I, okay. I think it, someone. Someone big. Yeah. Out someone there. did get fired. Yeah, because um, the what's it called? Yeah, Eagles beat up on them, and then Cowboys with that womp. So do you want OBJ to go to the Cowboys? I do. Fourth, I think it makes sense. Fourth quarter womp. Yeah, I think that yeah. makes sense. Um, they're missing someone like that. Um, Michael Gallup hasn't returned to the guy he was pre-injury, um, and he's always dealt with injury problems. So, <clears throat> yeah, I uh, I definitely do like OBJ in that spot um, rather than the Bills or, or Kansas City. That's true. We don't want to see the Raz win. That'd be cra- uh, that just seems unfair for them to go to him to go to Kansas City or something. But. Um, yeah, so there's our prior rankings. E- are Eagles real? They're yeah, I think they're going to be a tough out. Seat? Yeah, I, 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 the, the the beauty of this year is I think there's a lot of parity. Uh, I'll keep honing in on it. Like, I don't feel like there's a clear-cut favorite. Like, you know, the Bengals snuck in last year as a great underdog story. This year, you wouldn't be surprised if they did. But that's what's great about the NFL. It's the gift that keeps on giving. And any given Sunday um, is the motto for a reason. Like, I don't know how these playoffs are going to shake up. I mean, you have a good idea of who's going to be there in the, the, the top four of each conference, but from there, it's kind of like may the best man win on that day. Like, I, I yeah, the Chiefs and, and Bills are still head and shoulders above a lot of teams, but the, the Bengals are, are making their footprint be known. The Dolphins could be dangerous. Um, you know, the now with the 49ers, like, I thought they were really – really good favorite to win the NFC uh, conference. However, now with Jimmy G going down, which is tough to see, um, you know, it's the Eagles to lose at this point. And I think the Eagles and Vikings are are on a crash course, but I still don't think like the Vikings are that good. So it's like, I I could give you a, a, a reason why a team could win, or I could easily give you a reason why I don't think they could. Brock Purdy didn't he have a pretty killer game though? Moderate, I mean, yeah, like for a, a guy who's getting thrown in that position. Yeah, killer is an exaggeration, but didn't he have like two TDs or something like that? Two TDs. I think he threw a pick. Um, yeah. if he can keep the, if he can not turn the ball over, he, he'll have a chance to, to do something there and and grow with that team, uh, down the stretch. But, um, you know it. it it'll be interesting. Like that changes a lot of different things. Um, I think outside of like the Titans, I I think anyone in these power rankings have a chance at a Super Bowl. 
I'm, I'm reluctant to say the Ravens because Omar Jackson being hurt. We'll see when he comes back if he's healthy and they kind of get back to where they were at the beginning of the year offensively, then, yeah, I think they have a, a chance to win too. So, um, like I said, a lot of parity, a lot of fun. Definitely best time of the year is NFL playoffs, in my opinion. Well, I had some other stuff. I had put a little some notes down. I saw that. Joe, you, you mentioned it. Joe, just little things I noticed on the wonderful universe of ESPN. Joe Burrow is the Mahomes kryptonite. There's only – oh, I should have – I should have uh, – What's it called? Kept this as a, another trivia question, although I might have got this stat wrong. So I'll just say it now. Um, Joe Burrow is 3-0 and against the Kansas City Chiefs, the only other quarterback to be 3-0, and which th- this doesn't sound right. Oh, 3-0 and against uh, Patrick Mahomes. I believe yeah. it's Tom has, has also not lost to the Kansas City Chiefs. That uh, no, that's, right. in, that, that's incorrect. I must. Have, I don't know what my stat is then. To to um, what's it called? To Patrick he's, Mahomes. Cause I mean, we've he's lost just we. Yeah, we've lost to Mahomes, right? Or I say we as if Tom's still on our team, but yeah, yeah. I need to get yeah. my stat. I'll I'll get that stat right and I'll get back to you because there's something um, about Burrow hasn't lost yet, and they're like, and the only other person is Tom Brady. Yeah, well, I mean, he hasn't lost to Mahomes. He's three and zero against the Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes. I think Brady's lost twice to Mahomes. Uh, a regular season game at Foxborough. Um, uh, Brady's two and zero against Mahomes in the playoffs. That could be it. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. I don't know. But uh, um, that's pretty cool. What do you make of that? J- Joe Burrow making himself known. He-, he says we are not a Cinderella team. We are not a fluke. Agreed. Pretty cool. Agreed. I like that guy. I've liked I like the stuff I've seen of him. I like that guy. He seems. Like I mean, he's confident. He's a good leader. I like what he said about about when they lost last year. He said, um, "Wait, last year, right? Yeah, when they lost last year, yep. he was like." He was like, uh, they were like, oh, why'd you, why'd you party, you loser? And he was like, yeah, we just celebrated a good season. People thought we were going to make the playoffs, and we almost won the Super Bowl. So, good guy. Mm-hmm. We like good, you know, we like good guys around here. But Jimmy G, sad, yeah, heartbreaker, tough. heartbreaker. Tough. I mean, Such he's a another tough... guy where people are kind of just like, oh, Jimmy G, who's that guy? I mean, he could, you know, disappear, and we wouldn't really care. But he's making it. He's, he said, I like that because I like him because he said, no, I'm around. You know, he said, uh, he's pushing. He's making playoffs. I mean, they're almost top five in your power rankings so that's a big bummer yeah um hopefully he comes back for the playoffs i mean even then you know you're pushing the envelope and getting him back but would you rather have a 75 80 percent jimmy g or 100 percent uh brock purdy we'll have to see i mean brock's gonna probably have the job going forward so uh definitely tough for jimmy i always root for him um you know obviously being drafted by the patriots and Look out! He could be he could come back and compete for for the job next year in New England against uh, Mac. But who knows? Ooh, Jimmy G. <clears throat> so yeah, I have C of Baker. Baker Mayfield has been waived and just picked up. I saw. What do yep. you make of Baker? Should he just uh, should it's time to hang up the cleats or should he keep pushing? Um, <clears throat> it kind of just depends what he wants, right? Like if you want to be a backup and hold a clipboard your whole career, then yeah, I mean. In this league, you can start at any time. You can go in at any time. So, um, good move by the Rams. They kind of cock-blocked the 49ers in, in picking up Baker, if that was even an option. Um, you know, I, I think that'll be good for Baker to kind of showcase what he can still do, especially with a bad team. If he can, you know, play well and move forward with this team, that'd be great. Um, you never know. It's the NFL, but... Um, he he'd be someone who he's similar to Johnny Manziel. Seems like he kept his life together a lot better. But um, 
you know, just didn't have his play has not transitioned over from college to the NFL as a lot of people thought it could. It has to suck. It has to suck being him. I don't feel bad cause, that bad because he's you know made millions of dollars, but <laughs> that really has to stink. They have um, feelings too. No, they do, and, and even even Jeff Bezos has feelings, so that really stinks. Um, that's just got to be tough when you crush at something, and it seems right. like you. That it seems like the NFL. Yeah, it's a huge leap in skill. It's a huge leap in everything. But it's still football, and you go there, and you just kind of suck. I mean, he had right. the worst QBR. He had the worst QBR in the whole league this year. Yeah, so. that's that's tough. Even that's, worse than Mac. That, yeah, and that's you know Mac's whack now. Mac's not whack. I swear you, Mac. But um. <laughs> That's brutal. But, no, I had Deion Sanders. So, I thought that was a cool little story. I know I'm sure you caught a little bit wind of that. Um, Jackson State. I don't think – I think they still have their last game to play. Uh, but they they won – they won, they smoked in their championship yeah. weekend and they're, they're crushing <coughs> it. So, for those out there, Deion Sanders. For, he put, Didn't he play – if I'm not mistaken, he played in the Pats or am I taking someone else? No, no. Deion Sanders played for the uh, Niners, Falcons, Cowboys. I forget in what order, but – um, those are the teams he played for. He also played for the Atlanta Braves. Uh, I'm thinking of someone else. There's someone Prime else time. With, like a, with a Dion kind of name or something <laughs> that played for the past, for like a year. Some old old head came in and played. Almost yeah, he's um, he's very yeah, deserving. Nope, nope, no pats for that guy. He's uh no he's he's very he's a very Dion Lewis maybe. Maybe is Dion wildly Dion? different people, but um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, little speed guy, uh. Yeah, Deion Sanders. Uh, he he's a guy who I think is successful in anything he does. He's just he's a fully in, fully out kind of dude. Uh, he wouldn't take the the opportunity if his heart wasn't in it. So um, I think Colorado's on the up uh, for hiring him. I think that's a great idea, and I think he's a good leader of men. <clears throat> I think I saw that Jackson State wasn't so hot. Dion comes in, they're smoking teams, and then they also had this. I think perfect. Uh, what what you call it? perfect uh season this or i don't want to jinx it Dion, but uh, it seems like they're on their way to a a perfect season so that's pretty cool no it's definitely inspiring it, it's it shows that you know you heads down you do the right thing um or you do things the right way rather you know kind right. of like belich i guess then yeah absolutely things are going to go your way so yeah no my last thing little football related thing for now is college football oh you're freezing on me freezing icy oh uh, you're good now you got, oh, i got i got you again um yeah. last thing is college football playoff selection sunday happened are these the most deserving teams or are these the best teams should it be the best teams should it be the teams that deserve it what is going on here <clears throat> well 20 24 25 they'll have they'll expand to 12 teams and i'm very excited about that that'll that'll keep me more interested in college football um i think it's probably more popular than nfl in, in some some regions but um <clears throat> definitely is down south uh you know i I think the most deserving teams, yes, and I think that's what the committee shoots for. Um, you know, TCU, uh, the head coach made a good point, like, he in his post-game presser. They went undefeated. They won the Big Ten, or I don't know if they went undefeated. I think they had one loss. But anyways, they, uh, they went through the Big Ten or Big 12, whichever, <clears throat> and they had a bonus game in the – in the championship game and he said you know why should we be punished for playing a, an extra bonus game sort of thing and i agree you know uh, i like alabama i think it's always better when you have the the villains in the playoffs but i think they actually got it right this time and um usually it feels like they don't and uh 
you know, I think it was it, it went the right way. If you want my pick, I, I like Georgia to to win this whole thing again. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, if if Georgia's smoking teams like a Tennessee or a, a Alabama, and then you have what is it TCU, Ohio State, and who's the th- Michigan? Who's the and Michigan. <clears throat> I would say Georgia too, although they're my enemy. You know, I'm a yellow jacket. I guess they <laughs> I, they. Uh, Georgia Tech, they don't even consider us relevant at all. No. Which for a fair reason, even though right. we did beat we did beat them um, twice at the time I was in college, that's cool. But that was only the two times in the past like twenty years. Yeah. But um, all good, all good. But no, I think I saw something that I liked when I was reading a little bit about this. Was yeah, Bama's probably the second best team. Bama, if you know, if you played you played um, Bama against because I think Saban said some things about. Bryce Young was hurt. Like, yep. you know, we didn't even have our real team. Now we're, you know, we're getting some good wins later in the season. Bama is probably the best team on paper, but you mm-hmm. don't play the best. You, we play – if we just went by what's on paper, why even play the games? Right. Just, you know, why not? Right. So these, these people probably yeah. would have win. So yeah. I think it's, I'm happy for these, <clears throat> these fellas because I think maybe sometimes in the past that the playoff is just, oh, you're not in the SEC or you're not in, you know, in these big conferences. Mm-hmm. Sorry, you're not making it. So. It's cool. Yeah, I mean, I think I think TCU and these other teams are in these big conferences. Another so. another cool good to see good to see new faces. Yeah, another good cool thing um, that they're going to do when they expand to twelve teams is uh, the first four teams will have a bye, so the five and twelve will match up and they'll go in from there. <clears throat> All the higher seeds will have a home game at their campus. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, right now it's all. Oh wait, right now I guess it's just it's all mute. It's all mutual spots yeah, that just, they're playing just what two playoff games and then a uh, uh college yeah yeah so that's so. that's that's great for the college campuses and that's gonna be insane was it yeah that's actually psychotic those can be crazy <laughs> wish i was in college for those parties but yeah, we're um, washed it, yeah we're big washed um i don't even know what i would say to a woman if she approached me no, it's because i have a I have a lady but um what am i saying um once upon a time frat star <laughs> um is the what am i wrong in that the um the college the, the championship was in was it in atlanta in the past couple of years any of those yeah, years? i mean it's I, one I, of the better venues in the country so i would i would assume I, so i just laugh because they're like oh mutual but then they're gonna have it in atlanta and uj is gonna be in it and it's like 45 minutes it's like an hour away yeah so it's pretty much a home game but anyways um no so that's all I'm, I'm excited for that that's always fun yeah you're right in that it's crazy these, and that's why I guess I'm happy these kids are. Um, it's a weird thing with the kid; these kids making money now, because um, you have these weird problems. Where I saw something where like this Miami, the, I think so this Miami kid was like, I think it was maybe basketball was like, yo, pay me a million dollars, and they're like, no, and he's like, all right, I'm transferring them because like I'm not going to the NBA, and right. I'd rather just make, I'd rather just make a million bucks. So it brings in some weird things, but maybe we'll talk about that uh, mm-hmm. one time. But but anyways, we have the any more football related things. Oh, I think we covered the basis. We we went on college football longer than I expected. I'm honestly pretty pretty proud of it. I did not think we could uh could keep that going, but look at us. Growth yeah. growth every episode. Believe, yeah, believe it or not, we have <coughs> brains, they kind of function. Um, Somewhat. But yeah, man, not not too well. But we got the Celtics. They are so Give it hot. to them, Matt. Give it to them. Give they it to are, them. Nah, don't don't say that. They are so <laughs> hot. They're so nasty. Um, does your team have 20 wins? No, they don't because nope. the Celtics is the only team in the NBA with, at least we can, we can be arrogant. I've seen some funny memes about how arrogant new England folk are. 
uh, in sports. We can't do about the Pats right now, but at least we have the Celtics and the but Bruins at least are there's, disgusting. Yeah, they the are. Bruins are um, like God mode. Yeah, we're we're. Uh, I think I found a guy that we can we can have on. Um, won't announce it, but I think we found a guy. So uh, I, I know I, that guy. Yeah, I think you do know you do know that guy. But uh, yeah, um, the Celtics team is special. But keep going. Don't let me interrupt you. No, these guys are hot. Uh, no worries about the interruption. And one thing that came to my mind when you said that stuff about Mac was, wasn't there, uh, in terms of you know, trusting him, trust the process, he's so young, weren't there rumblings in 2018, 2019, like, oh, let's trade Tatum or let's trade Brown. You know, why do we need both? And what did we do? Or what did, you know, Brad Stevens, what did, I guess Missoula maybe was, was not there. But what did Brad Stevens do? He trusted the process. He took his time. He was steady. And now we have two superstars on our team. The team's nasty. They're loving each other. The camaraderie's there. It's literally mm-hmm. the, it's the perfect storm. And you mentioned um, – or maybe I'll go through the scores first. But you mentioned, like, you know, winning regular season games is cool. Good teams win a lot of regular season games. I think of things like maybe the Hawks in the last decade, like early the early – uh, back when, oh, who's that? Shoot, who's that sharpshooter guy? I can't think of his name. Who's who's tall, tall sharpshooter guy? Sam Hauser. Uh, Cor- no, Kyle Corbett. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, that, that was kind of vague. But no, I'm thinking about these teams that oh, they you know they put up 55 wins in the regular season, then they just get whooped in the playoffs. It's like you and we talked about how you need that star power. Yep. Um, but Celtics had a hot week. I mean, I mean, it's they had a loss, which seems like a bad week for them, but they're fine. <coughs> Three and one in the last week, so we had a win at the Heat. I thought it was interesting. They played, or sorry, not at the Heat. Went at home against the Heat. They had they played two Heat games or two games yeah, at home back against back. the Heat. Yeah, but they were like, but they were like four days apart. So I wonder if like they just chilled. Yeah, I always think about that too. I would assume the Heat stay there, but who knows? Right. I mean, they're they're and maybe I'm make, they're getting I'm pretty sure they're a couple days forth. apart. Yeah, right. Maybe they just go down. But, um, the, um, it actually is happening again with another. The Orlando Magic are doing the same thing. With us, yeah, like next week or two weeks, That's they're so gonna weird. play Maybe. two straight home games against and the it's Magic, win- and it's winter Boston, so it's not like oh, this is a vac- like who's who's planning that. But anyways, um, yeah, we had a win at home against the Heat, one thirty one, one or one thirty four, one twenty one. I like this. Uh, although Jalen Brown's kind of giving me some sketchy stuff, um, because you know the Kanye stuff, Kyrie Irving yeah, stuff, and, but- and not even. Not gonna go crazy lib on these people, these poor people, but um, doing. And so I'm like, Jim Brown, is your head? Where's your head at? Um, and not even in a crazy lib way. It's like, yeah, I mean, hopefully the all folks are kind of like, what the what the heck with Kanye? But anyways, um, they. But I all that to say, they said, um, the king, like the prince and the uh, princess of England, whoever the hell those people are. I don't like the. I mean, I don't not like the royal family as people, but I think waste of taxpayer money. They're in the stands, and they said Jalen Brown. Uh, royalties in the stands. What do you think? And he goes, just another night. I don't know if you saw that. He goes, I do love another. that. I, I love he, that. He goes, it's just just ball. another game to me. Just ball. Yeah, just they go out there play basketball. They don't give a crap who's in the stands. <clears throat> I don't give a crap about the royal family. They're locked in. They want to win. They want to win. They want to win games. They don't care about who's in the stands. We're but chasing. Yeah, um, we're chasing banners here. We t- don't, Tatum. We don't the, a lot of people don't know about that. Around. A lot of people don't know about that banner chase. But no, Tatum with the forty nine bombski. Um, I think I saw some like Grant uh, Grant Williams said, oh, got 50 tonight. He got 49. He said he doesn't feel too bad. He's gotten 50 before. He'll get it again. Um, with 55% shooting, so shooting lights out. Mm-hmm. We won that game by 13, even with 50. Well, this is what I thought was interesting. <clears throat> even with 52% and uh, from the field, 46% from three shooting from the heat. So the heat were on. And we still kind of, you know, gave him a little bit of sauce. So yeah, I think that just goes back to when this offense is hot. It's like 
watch out everybody because they're, right. they're about to get nasty yep um and Missoula, people are starting to get hot. I'm saying I feel like for some reason I feel like it's Ma- it's definitely Missoula. It's not Mazula. Missoula. <laughs> no, um, come on, you're from Marody. No, I know, but there's two no, but there's two Z's, two L's. I guess I need to hear his name said more. But Missoula um said that Robert Williams is on he's he's on what do they call it in baseball? He's on the mat no, not on the mound. He's in the hole. Is that like who's about to be up? Yeah, he's on he's deck. On, he's on he's deck, on deck or in the hole. Yeah. He's in the uh, he's probably more maybe more in the hole. Maybe he's on deck. But um yeah, that's they they were. Cause, yeah, they cause were. Pre- been, I mean, they've been crushing all around, and now we have. We have and that's going to help. That's going to yeah. Defensively, that's going to change a lot of things. Going to make a lot of matchups easier um, when you have someone like that. But I, I hope they they kind of keep him on a minutes restriction. You want him late. Um, he was a big part of that playoff run. He kind of ran out of fuel, uh, and was pretty banged up in the finals against the the Warriors. So. Uh, he's a guy that can shift your <clears throat> shift your defense and make this team that much better and return to its defensive self uh, from last year. That was the best in the NBA. Historically, a very very good like top defense. Um, <clears throat> so when he comes back, uh, it'll be interesting to see how he integrates. But uh, I think he'll pick up just fine where he left off. I was gonna say, any worries? Just health. I mean. That's the biggest thing. The best ability is availability. So as long as he can be managed properly and not overworked, like you got to think of the end game here. You got to think of the playoffs. So don't rush him back if you don't have to. But obviously he wants to get reps in. So um, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Uh, but tell us about how that next heat game went. Ooh, that next heat game. Actually, that next heat game wasn't so great. It was a loss um, at home, like I mentioned, against the Heat, 120 to 116. One thing I did like, though, that was Brown was hot, Tatum was cold. Um, mm-hmm. But all I have to say, there's not just it's not we're not one of those teams where oh man, Tatum's not doing well tonight. Guess th- guess we lost the game. Yeah, we lost here tonight, but we still had Brown drop thirty. And so all I have to say, we're deep. We know this team has depth, um, and there's a lot of people that even if Brown's hot, even if or even if Brown's cold, Tatum's cold. Even if they're both cold, we have other people that can shore that up, and that's right. pretty exciting. <clears throat> so we're deep, baby. No, we Jimmy are. Butler's back in that game. Uh, he dropped like twenty five, I think. I love, I love yeah. Jimmy Butler. He, he's just, Jimmy Butler. yeah, yeah. He's a grinder, and he, he, it takes that one person to change the whole um, pedigree and attitude of a team, and that's the guy that is going to get dirty. And you know, he's he's a lead by example kind of guy. So it's always important to have that guy available and playing on your team. Yeah, no, absolutely. So Brown, um, and I don't know if you saw that. Um, that shot by Jalen Brown to push overtime in that game. Yeah, pretty pretty nuts. Yeah, pretty nuts shot. Bank that three. Um, I always feel like bank threes are kind of an accident, but I think he saw he said something about. I just wanted people to get a rebound just in case. But last little note about that game was after that game, Joe Mazzula and Jason Tatum named Coach and Player of the Month. Pretty exciting. Yeah, yeah that's uh, that's good. Well but guess what? This team uh, this team doesn't play for accolades. They play for that's wins true. and championships. I'll always That's revert true. back to it. Jalen said it. I'm on that bandwagon. Um, although they're nice, I don't think that's what they care about. And honestly, that's what I love to hear as a Boston sports fan. No, I like that too. I do like the eh, little things though are nice. You want to say, oh, good job. Of course. I know, part, I mean, we don't want participation. What, participation what are you, a millennial? Trophy, everyone you, everyone yeah. gets a trophy. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. No, I think I might. Maybe I'm soft. Maybe I'm soft, but. 
No, I think that I think that the season's eight months. You know, you gotta every now and then check in and be like, "Hey, we're we're doing it right. We're doing it right." And they obviously right. know they're doing it right. Every Absolutely. game they say, every game they say, you know, this is what we're here for. We're here to play, play here, to play D, here to shoot hoops, here to play offense. Let's get it. Yep. But no, then we went on to um, another hot team. We beat another hot team who I in the first, you know, when we started doing some of these episodes a couple months ago, I was saying it was a cold team, kind of slandering this team. A win at Brooklyn, <coughs> one hundred three to ninety two. So we both shot kind of dog. It's crazy to me. One thing I thought about, and and I have been, uh, <laughs> what you say, the, the doggy? No, we both shot kind of dog. Um, you know, short for a little bit longer word that I won't say, but it's one hundred three to ninety two. Dog poop or water? A, Water's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little dog slop. It to me, it's insane that we lost or we we won one hundred three to ninety two, and it seems like a, <laughs> it seems like I try not to laugh. It seems like a such a low scoring game, but you do that, you play that game ten years ago. That's not a low scoring game, which is that's just crazy to me. Um, yeah. Now the game's changing. I mean, I'm just Steph Curry changed seeing, it. Steph Curry changed the game. I love Steph Curry. That that um, what's it called? That uh, video is fake, but it's insane. It um, was fake. It. Thank yeah. you. There's no way that's real. Yeah, I mean, it's straight haters up fake. will say I mean, it's fake, and I'm a hater. Like, there's just yeah. What was it? Five straight full court shots. Five straight full court. And it was the same angle. It was the same angle. Same right. Like yeah, that. No, I want, just... I, I, yeah, I want it to be real. I like having fun. Believe it or not, I know I sound like maybe I sound like a narc here sometimes. I like having fun. But uh, no, that video was fake. But no, he did change the game. I love stuff. <laughs> I love. I, I I like that Warriors team. I mean, call me a bandwagon or whatever. I like the Warriors. Um, but it's insane because I just see so many games. Oh, the Celtics beat the Heat one thirty-seven to one twenty-nine. Like that's like that's happens once a season ten years ago, right? Which is insane. And so actually, I, I have something to ask you uh, about that in a little bit. Yeah. But um, Marcus Smart was out with a bruised hip. We don't like that. We don't like that at all. So these guys got to stay healthy. I like. I don't. I don't know if I'm into the whole. Um, I don't know if I'm into the whole like Charles Barkley's like. Yeah, I don't care if I have cancer. I'm playing. It's like, it's like, all right, Charles. I think they're smart. I think you also have one body. Even as a 25 year old now, I play basketball at the Y, and I can't walk for six days. So it's like, right, right. Take care of themselves, and and like you said, you like care about ships. It's like they're smart. I mean, they're smart to not. Yeah, I, I mean, who knows? Then, but then there, I don't know. I go, definitely... I've been I've been to a Celtics game, and they and back with uh, Garnett, Paul Pierce, all those guys, and they like didn't play because they're mm-hmm. resting. And I was kind of like, what the hell is this? So yeah, it's uh. I think in Charles, like, decade, like, and he'll push the narrative, right? Like, he's a big entertainment guy now. The league is very much known for rest, you know, rest days, load management. They like to to dolly it up and make it sound good. But, uh, I, listen, these, these people get paid <laughs> – these players get paid a lot. And, you know, Kawhi's been – kind of the forefront leader in taking this load management, but he also is injury prone. So it, there's a balance there. You, you would like everyone to play if they can, but injuries also are very real. and uh, You don't want to jeopardize your season nor your career. So uh, I think there's a, there's a balance in there. No, I think so too. <clears throat> but I have a nice, Oh, good start to the road trip. We're on like a six, seven, eight game. I maybe eight game road trip. Maybe yeah. We, road trip. Uh, I think five. six, six, six sounds more right. I know we go Brooklyn. We go, um, we went Toronto as I'll talk about next. And then we go to the West coast. I think we're playing mm-hmm. Phoenix, Phoenix tomorrow. I think, I think it's Phoenix. War- oh, and the Warriors. Pr- yeah. Phoenix Warriors, Warriors and then, yeah. uh, Staples center back to back Clippers Lakers. Oh, they play at the same stadium. Yeah, they do. Crypto.com. Okay. 
Uh, love it. That's a all scam, folks. Watch out for the crypto. I'm gonna get some crazy crypto. We have like out of our fans, I'm gonna get some crazy crypto fan being like, "You don't know about the future. You don't know about the future at all." I'm like, "All right, you're gonna lose all your money." But um, anyways, I saw this little quote from from Jalen Brown. Even though we've been scoring the ball at a high clip, record breaking numbers defensively, we can't let that rope slip. So they know um, they need to keep it up on all cylinders and yep. that. It's not they can't just they can't foot rely on, the, on foot on the gas foot on the gas yeah yeah they can't rely on uh, oh we need to be hot one night but uh, or we need to be hot on you know hot on the three or whatever you can, right you know, what they say win by the three die by the three yep but, which we don't want to be we want to be an all around balanced team yeah. who plays and good we defense. are yeah and I we think are. we are yeah I think that's fair to say yeah I think so. I mean we have the I, I, I want to say I don't know if my facts are up to date but as, at least as of last week we had the highest plus minus um, yeah. out of any team so. We're clearly doing all right, but to wrap off um, the last couple Celtics games that happened this week, we had the Raptors one sixteen to one ten. That brought us to our twentieth win. No one else has twenty wins. They wish they had twenty wins. A bunch of losers because they're not the Celtics. You hate us because you ain't us. Yeah, they're not going to play us. Um, tight. It was a tight lineup. They only played eight players. They've been. I mean, maybe it's because we've been been kind of getting away from teams. We've been playing eleven, twelve, but. No Pritchard, a little sketchy. That's why the game was a little close, I think. Um, but then again, we had some we had some Pritchard in our our loss against the Heat, and so maybe it didn't do it. Uh, but um, we're winning seven of eight, and even here, Horford and Brogdon were out. Maybe that's why we only played eight players, but we still you know came in with the win. So what a great stat you added in this next one. That's impressive that you found that. <laughs> Thanks. Five years later, how do I get these? I, I, dude, I just I no, I mean. You you put a lot of effort in, which I really do appreciate. But it's like, damn, I don't even know if I could find that if I tried. Like, <laughs> besides looking at the schedule, right? Like, so yeah, yeah. Um, but, credit to you. Well, I appreciate that, and we all know about Kev, love him, but disabilities and dropped out of high school, so he has a little bit of trouble <laughs> finding the stats. But um, that stat that Kevin is talking about is we are five and zero in the second game of our back to backs. And you know, for those fans out there, don't know what the back to back is. It's when you play a game Tuesday, you play a game Wednesday. If you don't back know back to backs, days. get out of here. If you don't know back to backs, get Just out kidding. of here. We love you. We, all, we no, love no, you all the same. Please stay. Tell your friends. Comment. We're not going to beg you, but like, we're going to beg you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm on my hands and knees right now. But um, <laughs> we, you no, might I, even I get what that compensation is, out of us. Yeah, no, literally, I will pay you. <laughs> but no, <laughs> I, I'm not, I'll pay you the, the last money I have left. But yeah. um, no, we have. Um, I mean, what that says to me is that, oh, we don't care if we're tired. We're going to go out there. We're going to give our best. It means that we're deep. It means that we have guys that when maybe a couple of people are slacking, you know, someone gave it their all on the first game in the back-to-back, it doesn't matter. We're going to go, you know, support those guys and come out here and win. I'm sounding like a sports dude. We're going to go out there it's, and like, like, <laughs> like those athletes. Don't let them go fool out you. There. Don't let them fool you. <laughs> not even like that. No, not even like But more so yeah. just like because I actually have been watching, you know, some of these games and following, but it's like, we're going to go out there, try our best, and you know when these guys aren't doing well, those guys are going to do well. So. Yeah, you know, no, we, we, we went like out there. Yeah. Today was a tough loss. Um, you know, we just got to get back to fundamental <laughs> fundamental ball. Uh, you know, but we got a resilient group of guys in this locker room, and, uh, you know, we're going to figure it out. One thing I've wanted to do, which we should do uh, once we start exploring our how we can do different, like, screen sharing and stuff like that is I want to – say like something you just said and then play like a recent interview and just see see like how similar it is because <laughs> i could be a professional sports interviewer you could you, you know you guys you guys crushed that but i have one question um hey hand up we... hand up before you ask me this um i am a little slighted here in the fact that you you did a great job in these notes but you're forgetting one thing that um 
what's where's the cornet update what's he up to oh so actually i watched i was watching some videos about his <laughs> um people are roasting him for the like the the front inside the key i'm gonna expose myself inside the key hands up go jump. ahead you're um, doing great that, that's totally what it is that's it's yeah. definitely the key yes and you know near the hoop throwing up the hands even though the his you know his the person he's defending is like at the free at the three-point line <laughs> i saw something he's it's a like, tall dude no, he's a tall dude, and then I know but I think I, I think it was maybe Brad Stevens was we used to drill that home, um, you know, get your hands up, get your hands up, get your hands up, yep. you know, and and don't don't jump, um, you know, and give the uh, you know give your opponent the opportunity to go around you or you know do a quick dish or something, and I saw some crazy stat where he's like, the people that are shooting against him, those wide open threes are shooting like thirty percent, they're shooting like literally like twenty eight percent against Cornette on those threes. So he's a legend. Uh, I actually did see he got hurt. I think he's he's back now. Or he didn't get hurt. He um, he had to go out for a little bit of either last game or the game before mm-hmm. that. But big Luke, big Luke Cornet is uh he's crushing it. And that's what I know. I what I like is like the team isn't boring. We have this team that we love. These guys are getting along. I mean, I love Grant Williams' energy. I feel like he's almost like a dad or a good big brother. And then you have like silly of like I don't want to call Luke Cornet silly. He'll beat my ass. But it's like. We have those other goofy things that we can that are fun. Yeah. So this team is winning, and it's also they got fun something here. Just, they really do. It, yeah, I don't want to knock on the wood on my <clears> desk, but hey, we might have something cool come uh, come April, come May. But I, I was like, "What are you about to ask me?" I was like, "What did I forget?" But no, I I, I think I meant to send you that. I might have sent you that video where they did a little. Some dude did a little analysis on all the all the shots that Cornette's done that from. Uh-huh. People are shooting like it's it's only like been like fifteen <clears> shots. But people are shooting like three for fifteen against him. These wide open threes, which is hilarious. <laughs> Sabermetrics. But no, about about yeah, sabermetrics. But about the three. Do you think? I, I'm curious. Give me a give me a give me a prediction. Will we need to change the three in the, this decade because it's changed basketball so much and it's going to become such a just learn to shoot threes? Because if you, I don't know if you, I mean, I'm watching these games. Everyone, all you do is shoot threes. You just shoot every three you can get. Yeah, I, I, I mean, no. There's always going to be a three-point line. They'll probably end up moving it back. You, but, that's what I'm saying. You, th- you think but, they'll move you know, it back this decade? Give it, give it a decade, and people are going to start, you know, evolving. And it's people are want to be shooters, and I think that correlates to Seth Curry. Like he's influenced a lot of people. Look at Trey Young. Like, you know, there's there's still people who who are, you know, grind in the paint guys, but really you need, you know, the, the, the Celtics have a traditional big man in Rob Williams, but outside of him or like a Rudy Gobert, not many people are playing, you know, not many centers that are good and playing are your traditional big men who are just paint bruisers and, um, <clears throat> and all that. So, uh, you know, Rudy Gobert comes to mind. You know, Carl Anthony Towns is really good, shoots threes. Joel Embiid shoots threes. Jokic does everything. So, like, it, it, I think you're. this is kind of the new wave, and I, I don't know if there's anything they can really do. Um, it, it's just the game, and it's fun to watch still. But, yeah, it's, it doesn't seem as physical, obviously, and um, it'll be interesting. I, I think that's a great question, and I'm not sure how it gets fixed. But personally, <clears throat> I like the product and you know, what's interesting is you get into the playoffs and they're not as, you know, the well-rounded teams make it farther and you're not making it on three balls. You know, obviously the Warriors have, but they also, you know, were a very well-rounded, good 
uh, camaraderie team. So uh, that matters in the regular season. Postseason, it kind of the game shortens, the the rotations shorten. So uh, you still have to be good around the rim, and you still have to play defense, whether it's inside or outside the three point line. That's a good point. Maybe we just get into this league where it's you just you win by being the best at contesting threes or something like that. Mm-hmm. But no, I thought that's interesting because the game's absolutely changing. And I saw, I think it was the Timberwolves coach. There, there were or have, I forget who the other big man is, but they have Carl Anthony Towns and Rudy Gobert. Oh, is, who's, is it who's Gobert? your okay. traditional big man? Okay, I saw and I saw him say something like, um, "You can't win on threes. That's all going to crack eventually." Like that, their head coach said something like that, and like small. I said like good, you know, good. He essentially said like you know, good big ball is always going to beat small ball. And I, f- I feel like I don't know. I, I don't think it's trending. I don't think we're trending. I don't direction. think you'll see it anytime soon. If I had to put a bet on it, I'm interested to see before we get to this next little chunk. I'm in- and then I quiz you. I'm interested to see if we, if the weight of basketball players and if the height of basketball players goes down. I could see height staying the same, but I wonder if the weight goes down even by you know 10, 20, 30 pounds, just because you don't need to be, you know, six, yeah, you six, will nine, six ten, two sixty five anymore. Yeah. I mean, you'll, if anything, they'll just be like more shredded, but like, I mean, it's the day and age of, as we get older in society, you're going to have better technology, better medicine, better athletes. That's just the athletes in a hundred years are going to be even better than now. And I don't know how that's possible. (laughs) That that's something to think about. You think about, I don't even know if people are going to be hucking 75 yard passes in 2074, but Hey, hopefully we'll be alive to see it. But, um, no, I have a couple other shout outs. So (laughs) hose, I think we'll make it to that one. But Jose Alvarado, this fellow was in my English class in college. He is now on the New Orleans Pelicans. We did some group projects together. I always love seeing him crush. So do you know about what happened with Jose Alvarado? Uh, I know he had a great game. Did he hit a buzzer beater? He had 38 points. Wow. 38 points. What if we get him on? Just a thought. It is the – that'd be insane. No, I I, I could probably text him. No shot he has the same number. No way. Yeah, good point. Um, Yeah, yeah. But I could – who knows? Maybe I could, maybe I could figure something out. But um, hit him up, um, Jose. If you're out there, we want you on. We want to talk to you. But no, he had a crazy game, and he, um, what's it called? So have you seen the can he shoot video? No. And and so I think ah, I forget who it was, but maybe ah, I want to throw out Andrew Wiggins. That's probably wrong though. Someone um, when Jose started last year, they he was playing dribbling down the court, and someone points at him and goes, "Whoever was defending him points at him and goes, can he shoot? Can he shoot?'" And he goes, "I can shoot," and just bangs one. Um, and so it's great to see coming from there to go dropping thirty eight. It was the most, so he's undrafted. It was mm-hmm. the most points by a undrafted player ever. Wow, believe an un, undrafted player off the. And I you think even and, and you you studied know, with him. I think I had a little part. I helped him with the project. We did a nice project together on the history of sports at Georgia Tech. It was very lovely. He did a great job presenting. Jose, if you're out there, get on the show. But, um, no, you love to see that kind of story. You love to see the under, almost like Tom-esque. Uh, always go back to Tom. Right. Or, Everyone you know, loves an underdog. That's what America's yeah. about. Yeah, you love it. So, um, I thought that was pretty cool. He had big Jose chance. And, you know, and they're and they're crushing. I think that, that moved them, um, the Pelicans, into second place. Andy yeah, they're they're a good team this Western year. Conference. With with so. uh, Zion playing more, Ingram, Ingram's a good player. The addition of McCollum, they're a good team. I know. I just want um, I just want Zion to stay healthy. I know he's so much yeah. fun to watch. He's yeah, great. He's great to throw he's, on the court. He, 
he's got the t- the chen- uh, what's it called the trampoline shoes. But yep, Ronaldo <laughs> Cristiano Ronaldo signed a. There's a. It's not a straight up, but it's all all said and done. He's making two hundred million dollars a year <laughs> at a Saudi Arabia soccer team. I How much is that a day? Year. Is that like, jeez, hundred I mean, grand a day? More? Oh, more than that. Seven hundred. So and I believe it's most of it's tax free because they're like, yeah, hey, who cares? We just want this guy to play. They have unlimited yeah. money over there. Those corrupt ass Saudis. But the there is 365 days in the Tell year. Tell Greg Norman. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, I mean money's money. I think obviously that wouldn't work in the U.S. because then it's like whoever the, the whoever <laughs> owns whoever, like the crafts or whoever you know owns these teams would just pay. You know, oh, let's get Patrick Mahomes. I'll pay you 110 million. Like right. you know, it'd be. I think we get in a weird spot, and I'm glad that. Even though some things like MLB maybe aren't as like equal as they could be, I'm glad we have those rules over yeah. in the U.S. Yeah. But what do you make of that? Two hundred million dollars a year for an athlete. I mean, as far as like a soccer standpoint, I honestly don't know. Like, I barely watched the World Cup. Disappointing end for the U.S. Um, I I just it's hard for me to get into it. Um, the World Cup's really the only thing I I, I watch. Obviously, everyone knows Ronaldo. Uh, you know, for someone who's 36, I don't see why you wouldn't do this. And also, correct me if I'm wrong, is he just like a super sub at this point? Like he just comes in late and plays, or am I totally no, he, off? I think, and I'm <clears throat> I'm gonna you know pretend like I know what I'm talking about. I I I played so much soccer to the point where I got feet problems growing up, and now I'm kind of like that's eh, kind of boring. Also but, known um, as a foot fairy. Yeah, also known as a foot fairy. But the thing I'll say is, and I saw a funny video about this earlier. For some reason, everyone that hates soccer loves soccer as soon as the World Cup starts. Yeah. So, oh, I'm absolutely it, there. But I, I, honestly, I'm watching it, and I, like, don't love it. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, it, it's, know, it's a weird, weird – it's, like, I just don't enjoy it like I should. The thing feel with like soccer for – yeah, no, nah, I mean, don't feel like anything. The thing with soccer for me <laughs> – the thing with soccer for me is I think the goals are super sick. The goals might be – the goals could very well be the coolest thing in sports. Yeah, um, agreed. At – I mean, jukes and I mean, um, jukes and what you call it, um, football are pretty cool. Like you know, yeah. passive football is cool, but like, I think once you realize that how much control these people have over this ball with their feet, yeah. like go to- go toss a ball around with your hands, you can catch it. Now go try to do it with your feet. That's yeah. actually insane. It's insane. Yeah. Not um, not my and just ripping a strike from outside the eighteen up a ninety. It's wonderful. But no, An absolute firecracker. Yeah. Absolute firecracker from Peter Van Bronckhorst. But no. Um, <laughs> World Cup's cool. The yeah, that two hundred year, that two, but that two hundred years, two hundred million a year blew my mind. And nah, soccer's whatever. But no, um, one thing I thought was interesting, or one funny thing when it, it's also about Ronaldo is I don't know if you saw he, he was, I think he got pulled off, um, because you know he's thirty six. I'm sure maybe there's some fresher legs mm-hmm. in their last game, and he gave the coach a bunch of crap and was like, "I'm Ronaldo, you pull me off," and the coach benched him this game. They played today. He benched. Wow. Him. And so it shows us back to Belichick. BDE on that coach, BDE. Yeah, yeah. back to Belichick. We are all humans. Yep. Even you, Ronaldo. But no, I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, He ended up coming on. I think he had a decent game, like 70 minutes in or something. But that was something. Um, But no, the last little seg before, last little thingy before we get into the trivia is Trey Turner signed a 11-year, $300 million contract what do you make of these 11-year contracts, these 9-year contracts, 10-year contracts? These seem so dumb to me because you have no idea if this guy's going to be good in three or four years, especially baseball players have a are historically known to drop off their production. And 
very in, in a sharp way. What what do you what what are what do you think of organizations thinking when they sign someone for eleven years? Um, well, I think one, it's a it's a money grab sort of thing. Like they they had their sights on this guy who's a great player. He's turning thirty years old. They'll obviously regret it on the back end, but you have to pay up front to to get the the prime that this player is in. Trey Turner's an amazing talent. Um, one of the probably the best shortstop uh, free agent on the market. One of the better players besides an Aaron Judge, uh, a Verlander, Degrom, uh, someone who can really sh- shift uh, your organization. And the Phillies, who weren't great for majority of the regular season, uh, obviously went to the World Series, came up short in six games. But uh, yeah, it, that's baseball. You know, it, you can play it longer. You know, once he turns. 37 36 he probably won't even live out to that contract but it's kind of it's kind of necessary um these teams want to walk up there's no cap so it it actually does make sense um i want to piggyback off this because aaron judge is going to get probably the biggest contract out of this free agency um you know it's actually a decently good deal like he's getting paid under 30 million uh what they call in uh I forget the word for it. My brain, it's been a long day, but, uh, basically, he, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, it, it's basically what he's making, uh, per year and he's making under 30 million, you know, 30 million, which is the pitchers like Justin Verlander signed a two year, $48 million deal, or I think something like that, or I forget what it was, but he's making a lot of money. He's coming off a of Cy Young year. Uh, so when you look at, uh, an Aaron judge, he's going to make like the giants reportedly have offered him a $360 million contract. So like, and that's someone who's coming. He's, he's, I think around 30, maybe 31. Uh, they, they overspend. That's just the nature of baseball. It's unlike any other league. And, um, it's actually necessary, believe it or not. That's weird to me. I think it's dumb. Yeah. Stupid baseball. That's why no one's watching. Not your money, but, uh, yeah, right. But are you ready for this triv? I am. Uh, no idea where this is going. Um, can I ask <laughs> I how many questions? So I'm pretty bummed about that. Is because I, I was a hot start. I literally think like last Wednesday I had the first half done. I did five, and then I still have I have like six. So I wanted to do ten, um, but I got six for you because I was I was like, oh shit, oh crap. It's okay. I um, no, it's okay. No, we're gonna be better. But no, I got six for you because um, I was scrambling to get some more and i was like well god damn it but no i was pretty bummed by that but i hope i was hoping to have 10 i got six but oh well but anyways you ready for this let's go six you have six questions about football i hope they're fair what uh, do i get if not. i win i was What's gonna say for should, me? We ta- should we talk about prizes should we talk well how first of all how well do you think you're gonna do um honestly uh i'll you know uh under promise, over deliver. I'll, I'll, I'll go three out of six. I like that. I like that. So hopefully they're fair. Um, if you win, what should we give you? That's a good question. Um, should I say some re- really nice things about you? Once uh, we get on the once we get on the Insta on the Twitter or something, I can. Uh, yeah, I, I think si- silly. It's hard on the spot, but I think we'll figure out something because I think this, yeah. along with like the the five questions, will be something we incorporate down the line. Um, you know, like I had mentioned, we want to do more creative things. And once football's over, 
we'll have no other option but to get creative and you know on top of interviews and um you know we'll, we'll change things up a bit so this is another segment of that but we definitely have to put some stakes in it going forward which we talked about we just didn't execute <clears throat> yeah no no we will and so we, yeah we want to get on the insta we want to get on the twitter we want to get on the, all the things big push uh, c- big push coming next year so We'll talk about that. We'll get a little sketchy. But I was thinking, yeah, maybe I'll drink a, a glass of lemon juice or something. We'll uh, we'll, uh, we'll chug a bottle to... of Everclear. Yeah, chug a bottle of Everclear. But uh, maybe I'll finally feel a buzz. But um, okay, so you ready? All right, let's go. <clears throat> okay, Vikings phenom Justin Jefferson just became. Oh, by the way, sorry. I want everyone at home to play. See if you can beat the Kev. This guy thinks he knows sports. See if are you these can beat the are Kev. these not are these not multiple choice? They're not multiple choice. Okay, good. Um, and so, I, but so I try to make them fair. But no, um, <clears throat> the what's it called? Yeah, see if you can beat the Kev. We got six questions. Getting started, and then I I, I want to do a one thing. We'll have to do in the future is a a question that people can comment or whatever. Once people can cool. start reaching us, cool. we also want to see. We also want to get your guys' questions that we can answer. But anyways, yep. um, Vikings phenom Justin Jefferson just became the most recent and youngest player to catch more than 4,000 yards in his first three seasons. Who are the two other players that have done this? Uh, one, I'll go Randy Moss. I'm not going to make any motions. Okay. Uh, one, I'll go Randy Moss. Two, I'll go... Hmm. Maybe I should saucy. That is correct. Randy Moss. Love that. Love that. Um, number two. This is tough. Um trying to think uh any hints any hints allowed yes or no any hints is everything because I, I don't know i it was kind of i didn't I, the last thing i wanted to do was be be like in 1964 this person scored a touchdown can, can i get so like 19 all, all this the 90s or pe- above i was gonna say all everything that we're gonna talk about is uh 2000 onward <laughs> okay um so I'll do Randy. Got I'll, I'll give you even another hint. Uh, kind of soft because we're keeping score, but another hint is we talked about him today. Okay. Um, Randy Moss. Uh, see, that was going to be my pick. Odell Beckham. Yes. O-B-J. Yeah. That was going to – believe it or not, I that was that. my pick. I shouldn't have said that. That, that like, was going to be my pick. Uh, it was really him or – I didn't have anyone. So, like, that – I was going to default to him because I did not know who else it could have been. But, yeah, that that – we don't. We can count that as one as as one and a half. No, we'll count that as one. And so it's also tough when you got two answers, but what one is in a hundred percent right so cool. far. Cool, cool. I like that kid. I like. I mean, he tore up the the paths, but I like that kid. He's he's grinding. He's inspiring me. So, um, go chase your dreams, folks. But number two, Kevin is one for one. You ready? Let's get it. Russell Wilson is the next quarterback closest to defeating all thirty-two teams in the NFL. Which other four quarterbacks have beaten every single team? Uh, Tom Brady. Um, Correct. Tom Brady. Uh, I want to say Peyton Manning. Correct. Um, uh, whew, this is going to be tough. Uh, Drew Brees. Correct. Nice. Uh, and number and the last one. This is definitely not going to be as easy. Um, Philip Rivers. No. Damn. Well, give I'll it give to me. One, I'll, be, I'll give you one more guess. Um, okay. Uh, 
It's not Matt Ryan. He hasn't beaten the Patriots. And I'll give you a hint. I was kind of sketchy. Uh, well, this is kind of maybe giving it away. Soft. Yeah, he has disabilities, folks. He has disabilities. <laughs> um, this this player played in both centuries. Okay. Um. Wow. Uh, Matt Ryan. Brett Favre. Wow, I should have known that. And also, by the way, what I just did was absolutely I should be thrown in jail for it because I said not Matt Ryan because he hasn't beaten the Patriots. I guess Matt Ryan. And, and then yeah, and then he said <laughs> Matt Ryan. I was hey, come on, folks. What we what we just say the big D word. But um, no, that's a pretty cool stat. Imagine be oh I have beaten everybody. That's a, I like that one. Yeah, so, that makes sense too. God damn it, fuck me. You know, and I came up with these came up with these questions by myself. I was proud, but um. Which also takes takes longer. So shout out trivia folks, because these questions take longer than you think. Because it's really hard to find a fair a fair right. question that's also cool. But T.J. Watt recorded twenty two and a half sacks last season, tying a record set by who? Uh, Michael Strahan. Michael Strahan with this big old gap in his teeth. What a handsome fella. So you are. We'll call you two point. I guess yeah. We'll call you two and a half for three so far. Miss Brett Favre, maybe two point seven five. Sometimes. And we've talked about this, how people have feelings today. Sometimes we forget that losers have feelings too. Some teams have three wins. No teams have two wins. But somebody has one win. Who's in last place right now? Oh, that's easy. Texans. Yeah, those guys kind of stink. That's too easy. That's too I easy. Could smell, I could smell them from here. Those Texans, you guys stink. Get it figured out. Yeah, they're, they're, not, they're not doing it. I did see some uh, Brown sex and stuff that I think some people have massage tables at the, in the tailgate <laughs> and stuff. That's pretty good stuff. Deshaun Watson probably should be in jail. Who knows? But anyways, um, Lamar Jackson <clears throat> set the record this year for the most 100-yard rushing games by QB. 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 Michael Vick. Who'd he, who'd he beat out, and how many does he have now? Wow. Uh, Michael Vick. Is the answer? Of course, of course. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, let me finish. And how many rushing yards is it? Uh, how many games with a hundred or more? Oh, that's a good. Uh, there you go. I like that. I, um, if you had to take a wild guess, it's kind of hard to just know random random numbers. Trying to do the numbers here, two thousand. Uh, maybe he did not drop out of high school. He's doing a lot of math in his head right <laughs> now. I'll go with. 31 no it's 12 oh my god jesus <laughs> it is not 31 at all i, I feel uh, like he maybe always that's... rushes for over 100 but oh. yeah right no you gotta think that so there's I gave a lot of people a... time to think about that so i'd like to see <laughs> what you guess because it's not fucking easy yeah it's not easy watch your profanity but now we're not losers here we say butt crack and poop and stuff but um, we're trying right, to not right. to go full New England and say the f bomb seventy six times because yeah. I, I use it every. Other I think word. I'm at number three, but, so gotta clean it up. But there is a complete drop off a cliff after mm-hmm. this one. This is the follow up question to that: Who is number three after Michael Vick and oh. Lamar Jackson? Any, is it any is it like is it Randall Cunningham? I don't even know who that is. I feel like I actually heard that name, but no, it is Russell Wilson. Wow. Actually. Okay. It's like if Rundle, there, I this, I'll send you this website, guy, but. There's a cool, uh, there's a cool website called Stat Muse. Maybe we'll sponsor. Yeah, Stat, Stat Muse is huge. They're really cool. Yeah, it's really cool. I think it's all like all AI or whatever. You ask, you mm-hmm. ask questions and it figures it out for you. You can ask it unique questions, and as long as it can, can look it up in the database, it will tell you. <laughs> but anyways, um, 
I thought that was cool because you see their stat muse graph. It's like Michael Vick and yeah. Lamar, and that just plummets. He, I think, I think Russ Wilson has like three, and that he's like the next. Um, I think he actually has four, cause I, and I think Josh. Yeah, Allen that's has crazy. Three. But um, this one surprised me a little bit. I guess one person surprised me a little bit, and I had a follow up to this. But so Kevin is. Let's see. You got the Michael Vick. You got the. So you're kind of. You got Michael Strahan. You kind of got OBJ. Didn't get. I think. Cars. I think. Oh. I think I'm at a good four. Yeah, I'll say you're four for five. We'll say you're four for five. Uh, and it was a tough one. But then again, you know, life's tough, and you gotta be able to face adversity. <laughs> life's so, tough. Wear a helmet if you can't get the heat. If you can't stand <laughs> the heat, get out my kitchen. Life's tough. Wear a helmet. I like that. I'll make a t-shirt on that one. But okay, Brett. Or sorry, not Brett. I mean, I said Brett. He's not. He's not even the answer. Tom Brady just passed Peyton, Peyton Manning. Manning. Oh, sorry. Nice try. I'll let you nice finish. Try. I'll let you finish. Yeah, you got, you got, oh, got, you, got threats, you got more more disabilities than I thought. Tom Brady just passed. No, it's Peyton called anxiety. Manning. Okay, it's a real problem. <laughs> Tom Brady. Uh, a lot of people wouldn't say so. Andrew Tate says, "Suck it up." But Tom Brady just passed Peyton Manning for the most <laughs> fourth. You're like Peyton Manning for the most fourth quarter comeback wins. Can you guess? Not it doesn't have to be in order, but can you guess three, four, and five? I'll go uh, Eli Manning. No. Okay. Uh, Big Ben. Yes. Okay, good. Benny Roth. Uh, Drew Brees. Yes, Daddy Drew. Shut up and dribble. And then I'm going to go Phil Rivers. No. Okay. Um, but Phil Rivers actually is someone similar to um, – to if for some reason to who I'm talking about. But Okay. Uh and this is all post two thousand. Oh, and this is a good idea. Um, I need to write this idea down on our future ideas. It's post two thousand. Um, yes, this is post two thousand. Okay. Um, Russell Wilson. Nope. Oh, this guy doesn't even watch football. I thought he Damn. watched football. He, turns out he's a loser. Is this Matt Ryan? It is Matt Ryan. I, it is Matt Ryan. He I guess him more. twice he, when he's wrong. Yeah, I right. guess him. You don't trust him when he's right. I think he was fourth. Yeah, it goes Tom, Peyton, Big Ben, Matt Ryan. I want to say a little bit of something, and I don't want to take up too much time because actually, actually I don't have to go. I have dinner in a little bit, but I don't have to go yet. So, and maybe no we have an cares. episode about this. I was just thinking about, you know, I have feelings. <laughs> I was I was thinking about something, maybe an episode we could do, like make some teams, maybe different sports, maybe basketball mm-hmm. and, uh, and football about um, the best players that never won the Shipsky. That's a great one. Great idea. What a what an interesting thing about you think about Matt Ryan, you think about Philip Rivers, Charles Barkley, Charles. Yeah, of course. I thought of Charles, Carmelo, Chris Paul, um, Allen Iverson, and so tell me about player. What do you think about a player who dom? Or I mean, maybe dominate is not the right word, but clearly because they didn't win the ship. But what does that do to a legacy? Do people remember <laughs> Philip Rivers in fifteen years? Um, you know, he'll, he'll be talked about still, but no, not on the magnitude that you can still be a hall of famer without it. But, uh, in terms of greatness and being, you know, going up the totem pole now you're, you're looked at differently. You're even looked at differently if you only win one. So none is, is definitely alarming. Matt Ryan was close, but not close enough. Yeah. Sucker. I actually watched that game in Atlanta with a bunch of people from Atlanta were not very kind when it was going all south but five from six how do you feel about doing that that trivia um 
Good. That was a lot of fun. I like that. Um, yeah, that's, we need some uh, steaks. We need some steaks. Yeah, we need some. We, we need to get the folks involved. We need to get the steaks. We need to get the lemon juice out. Maybe we do video. If you get it right, I take a shot of lemon juice and just sacrifice nice. my body. Nice. No, no, we don't, we're not. We're not. We're not shocky people like that. We'll figure things out. Um, but that's that's all we got. I think that's what we have. We're, I think we're at like an hour twenty. Something yeah. Like that. Hey, it flies, it flies by. Um, I want to remind people this is not the end of the episode. We'll have. Week 14 pickums with Ethan Ennis. He's filling in with Connor Meehan this week. Um, Matt, I think you had the charge this episode, and I'm I'm digging it. I think uh, uh, the confidence that. is spearing out. I think the that's not a word. Uh, spew? You say spearing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, not a word. Uh, are you trying to say pour and, and spew? At yeah, the same time? yeah. I don't know. My I dig brain. It. Spearing, My brain. Spearing. I'm I'm writing that down. Uh, and who, I think, no, but who are you to say like, oh, that's who or who are who is someone to tell you that's not a word? Well, who, that's who, something like, we could. That's something we could. Just no, make. that's a next ep- that's an episode. I'm putting that down. I keep hitting my mic. It spearing. makes sense in my mind, but um, spearing. That's I'm certainly not a word. Uh, yeah, well, I uh, think it is. So just. Maybe that's a maybe that's a little snowflakey. I think it is. So run with that spearing. But no, I'm loose. You're loose. We're feeling good. Yeah. It's funny how you know we're what eight, ten in, nine in, and it's uh, we're getting loose. We're still ten working in. Around, ten in. Still want to get engaging. We're still we're doing good though. We're, we're having fun as long hey, as we're having fun. Brick by brick, piece by piece, uh, step by step, whatever you want to put it. We got a lot of good things, and I'll keep reiterating that because I want to hold that fire under under us and. Uh, we expect great things out of each other. We want to do a good job, but we also want to have fun with it, which we, I think we enjoy this more and more as we go along. So um, it's funny. I, I haven't talked to you a lot this week. So uh, I think this is the, the, this is the most content we've delivered because we could just go on and on. Um, but no, uh, any closing remarks on your end, Matt, before we jump into pickums? The show must go on. The show must also end. So we will see you next week. Yeah, I got some things to say to you, Kev, but we'll take it offline, buddy. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, the buzzers. Thank you, the talkers. Thank you, the tuzzers. Thank you, the balkers. We really appreciate it, and we'll see you guys next week. All right. Pick them next. Bye. Welcome back, everybody. Another week down. Pickums week 14 coming up. Uh, Connor and I both went 11 and 3 last week. That brings Connor to 123 and 69. Myself 114 and 79. So uh, definitely did not have a good week in regards to moving up in the totem pole. However, uh, we're doing something a little different here. Connor's on a work trip out to the Bahamas. So, uh, I thought I'd fill the spot with nobody other than Ethan Ennis. He's been chopping at the bit to get on. We're happy to have him on slug. How you doing? How does it feel? First time, uh, buzz talk debut. Oh yeah. Well, I'm feeling great, Kevin. Thank you for bringing me on. While I am merely a vessel carrying <laughs> me and picks with me, I am forever grateful. 
<clears throat> to have I, been blessed by this experience. Yeah, I guess that's important to uh, to tell everyone that right. uh, these are still Mean's picks, uh, and they will be going forward. Uh, I did talk to Mean and off air, and we're gonna try to do something more crafty for for next year's pickums. But as of right now, we're still riding out uh, him and I on the pickums. However, I'm excited to 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 get that going in the future. However, uh, I brought Ethan on because he he's a big fan of this segment, which is much appreciated. However, uh, he'll be. He'll be on for the playoff pickums. Uh, we're still gonna f- try to figure out what exactly we want to do for him, but uh, I think he's someone who's very knowledgeable in football and definitely someone that uh, we enjoy having on. So uh, we're excited about it. But want to slide into it? Get right into week fourteen. Uh, bit of a crazy week last week. However, this slate of games looks better. Uh, I think last week, if I'm not mistaken, was the last week of bye weeks. Definitely could be, or no, there is one. This is the last week of bye weeks. You're right. I think a few teams have them. Yeah. Right. Um, obviously the league is starting to mold into winners and losers as it always does around this time of the year, post Thanksgiving. Uh, it's crazy. You know, week 14 only got four, four weeks left, uh, the season always goes by fast. Uh, Ethan, before we start, how do you feel about your Giants real quick? Uh, you know, it's been a little tossy turny season. Um, I'm grateful that they have made it to the point they are at now. Right. I didn't, no one, no Giants fan, if, if any Giants fan tells you that they expected them to at least get the seven wins this season, they are lying. Right. Um, so, for me at least, I'm grateful if they finish out the season and they, and they lose out, then it will be much improved than last year. Yeah, uh, a, a few things that I like the most are bringing in Wink Martindale. I, I noticed that. What a name, the D- by the way. That is that is elite yeah. as it gets. Oh yeah, no, he brought he brought what the Ravens defense did with them. There, this defense I think turned completely upside down, and I think yep. that was important. Yeah, because they have some playmakers, especially in the front seven, mm-hmm. uh, where now they're getting a chance to actually play some play some football really yep. uh, and while the improvements might not be drastic it is a completely different defense defense you're seeing them blitz on third down like no other which they didn't do before they play a lot right more laid back so uh, so i'm grateful to say the least good good yeah um we'll get into that we'll, we'll uh touch on some playoff pictures uh after these picks but slug i i want you to here's my thoughts since me isn't here to speak on his picks I obviously want you to, and whether you agree with them or not, that's that that's neither here nor there. However, I do want you to at least justify the pick if you don't agree with it. And you, you know how pickums work, so yeah, um, yeah. we'll get this started. So the Thursday night game, uh, Thursday nights have been a big boo, uh, including yeah. last week, Patriots losing at home against the Bills. Uh, Las Vegas Raiders coming off a three-game three winning streak going into – just a decimated uh, Los Angeles Rams team at three and nine. Uh, I was looking at a a graphic earlier that through twelve weeks or twelve games, rather, the low of a uh, Super Bowl champion the following year was at six games. I'd be surprised if the Rams get to five this year. Um, but Slug, I'll, I'll I'll let you start it off. What what's me and picking in this Thursday night bout? So. I, I'm going to start with, I, I agree with 
Mian's pick here. He he takes the Raiders in this game, and mm-hmm. I agree. While this is a, I think this is close to a pick 'em. Um, the Raiders yeah, are is. coming off of was it last week they had the overtime win over the over the Seahawks or was it? Uh, no, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, right? Right. Yeah. So this has been a Raiders team that sort of underperformed, but right. I still think they have the offensive <clears throat> capabilities to to play a game. Mm-hmm. And the Rams came short. A, they played the Seahawks. Yeah, yeah, they played the Seahawks. A tough team, but right, um, gritty, gritty team. Absolutely. Um, I gotta say, I agree with Mian's pick here. I, I think the Raiders do take it, and I think it'll be an offense versus uh, a depleted offense on the Rams. And, and I know that offenses don't play each other necessarily, but um, I don't know. I think the Raiders have the weapons to stand up against the Rams defense, and yeah, it'll be a good game. Hopefully, we'll see. It's a Thursday night game, so we haven't got the best uh, product. Uh, Al Michaels is still suffering. Um, You know, I I was actually in agreement with you where it is close to a pick'em. I'm not sure why I feel that way because, like I mentioned, the Raiders are coming off three straight wins, and it looks like their offense is figuring it out. Uh, And I did make these picks prior to Baker Mayfield signing with the Rams, a big big cock block for the uh, Niners. So. Uh, I, I like the Rams here. I think they're they're put together enough to win this game. Uh, I may be going out on a limb, and I kind of have to risk it here if I want any source of catching up to me in. But uh, I do like the Rams in this matchup. I think it's going to be a close, fun game, and I, I think it'll be the one of the better Thursday night games of this year, which really mm-hmm. isn't hard to beat. Uh, <clears throat> moving on to the one o'clock slate. The New York Jets, 7-5, and five, coming off a tough loss to the Vikings. Going into Buffalo, obviously, they put it on the Pats at Gillette last Thursday night, 9-3. and three. Back on top of the division with the Kansas City loss. Uh, I'll start us off here, Slug. I think Buffalo takes it here at home. This is uh, a chance for them to break away from this division, obviously, with the Dolphins losing last week. Uh, <clears throat> the Bills still have to play the Dolphins, but... I just think the Bills are all around a better team. I think uh, I think the Jets' defense can give Allen fits as they did uh, last time. I believe the Jets beat the Bills their first matchup, correct? I think you're right. I think that was one of the ones that yeah. they had on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they lost the yeah Jets, Dolphins, and Vikings. They lost. Right. So right. Um, I, I do like the Bills here. I think they're they might be. I'm not going to say peaking. However, they were toying with the Patriots and kind of controlled the clock as, you know, instead of running up the score. So uh, I just think all around fundamentally better team. Mike White's going to have to do, uh, he's going to have to have an impressive performance. I think uh, as good as he is, I don't expect him to, to be as good as he's been of late against the Buffalo defense. Yeah, he's, he's played well. And the Bills defense is no, joke at all they they have Not a good defense they have a good defense yeah. um and Players. yeah like you had said the bills are definitely playing smarter football i think that's important coming down the stretch because that's where it matters uh-huh um and, go ahead yeah uh so me has the bills you know not anything to agree with there uh i think it would be something something crazy something headlining if the jets the jets go ahead and beat the bills especially this time around um, right Right. There's got to be lessons that have been learned since the first yeah. matchup. So it, exactly, especially at home. Uh, all right, moving on. The Cleveland Browns five and seven. Deshaun Watson's back. He had a, a lot of help from his defense uh, going into a hot Cincinnati Bengals team eight and four. 
another win against the Chiefs, 3-0 and against the Chiefs as Joe Burrow as their starting quarterback. Uh, Ethan, I'll let you get us started on this one. Yeah, so Mian has the Bengals. Uh-huh. I'll start with that. I, I I agree. While this is a di- this is a tough division, and I love when this division plays each other. They're always pretty good matchups. Gritty. They play gritty football. Oh yeah. Um, and this Bengals team is. I think that was an important win mm-hmm. to have it in the same fashion that they did the last time they had met around right. the uh, AFC Championship. I think it was the same exact score. Yeah, it was right? actually. Yeah. It's all been yep. three point wins. Yeah, for what that's I, worth. I th- I think that's important for the Bengals coming down the stretch as well. Like I was saying with the Bills to start to figure these things out coming down the stretch, the Bengals to come off of a win against what was the number team, number one team in the AFC, I think I think is huge. Um, yeah. The offense is looking well. They got Jamar Chase back, and he was right back into his groove. He was, yeah. I think uh, five or seven receptions, 97 yards, I'm sure, on that. Uh, I'm in agreement with you. I'd, Deshaun Watson's still rusty. I think they could be – uh, effective next year, honestly. I think Deshaun, if he can get back to the form he was before he was uh, getting massages and uh, apparently assaulting them uh, sexually. But uh, nonetheless, I think just from a football standpoint, uh, I do like the Bengals here. Uh, probably one of the hotter teams in football, if not the hottest. So um, yeah. kind of similar to last year, figuring it out down the stretch, going to be a dangerous out in the playoffs. And, um, I don't think it's crazy to say that they're a Super Bowl contender now. Like, I, no. I, I really don't have that. You know, last year they came out of the radar, and you know how the NFL works. It's it's any right. given Sunday, but they still have a puncher's chance in any game that they play in. Uh, moving on to the Houston Texans, 1-10-1 in line for that number one pick, uh, playing a dangerous 9-3 and Dallas Cowboys team. Uh, who put 54 on the Colts at home Sunday night. Um, I think this is a pretty easy pick for both of us here. I'm going Cowboys yeah. uh, for uh, pretty easy reasons there. Yep, I agree with you there. Um, I don't think there's really much to say here. Mian also has the Cowboys. And uh, unless the Texans can <laughs> Do come something. up with a miracle, I don't know. But this Cowboys team is hot, man. They are increasingly getting better um you've seen them sort of get better as the season went on yeah um especially with Dak back it's you know Dak looking back. forward to play out <laughs> <laughs> looking forward to playoffs you gotta if you're a Cowboys fans you gotta hope that this isn't a peak too soon kind of situation but right right um it seems like they're they're brewing a perfect storm for uh for the postseason so. for sure all Cowboys. right moving on to the the Minnesota Vikings 10 and 2 uh, a late game scare for them against the Jets, who almost mounted that comeback. Uh, Braxton Barrios drops that touchdown in the end zone. Obviously, uh, that's the only way touchdowns can happen. But uh, going on the road, playing the Detroit Lions, five and seven. Uh, Lions, I could be wrong. Maybe they're off a three-game winning streak. Um, I don't think. No, three no, they games lost to the could, Bills. Yes, but they're four and one in their past five. So. Um, that says something. Yeah. So I, I'll let you go here. Yeah. So me and has the Vikings. And Mm -hmm. while this may look like a clear cut call on paper, um, you got to look at how these teams have been playing more recently. I think the lions can put up a better fight than what, uh, you may think coming into this game. And it's a one o'clock game. Kirk right. Cousins, so you know they'll probably play a decent game. Yes, um, good point. Good point. I don't necessarily disagree 
with Mian's pick for taking the Vikings here, but this one might be slightly close to a pick. It's a, it's a division <clears throat> matchup, right? Division matchups it is, can typically yes. be, be tough games for yep. no matter what the standings are. Um, and with the hot Lions team, I think it'll just be a <clears throat> offense versus offense. Um, yeah. That offense really finding their stride under uh, what's the coach's Dan name? Dan Campbell. Yep, Dan Campbell, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're doing I, some good stuff. Agreed. I, I think you set me up. You teed me up there because uh, I, I think it's going to be a high-scoring offensive game, and I actually do like the lines here. i got to be bold coming down the stretch. Maybe it's too early, but uh, Mian's got a, a sizable gap on me, so uh, mm-hmm. i got to start <clears throat> picking uh, these before. And shout-out to Mian. I want you to know that I did not pick these games after you sent me your picks. Um, however, uh, yeah, I just like the lines here. I think this is also closer, similar to the Raiders Rams, like obviously on a different scale, but like, I think the Lions are a good enough team to be dangerous. Mm -hmm. And I think it's one of those games that can, that they can pull out here. It's going to be a bar fight. It's going to be a lot of scoring. I'm sure the, the over unders over 50, if I had to guess, uh, so therefore, uh, I do like the Lions moving forward here. Hopefully, uh, I can gain a pick on Mian, but that has not worked out in my favor. Uh, from one division matchup to another, Jacksonville Jaguars at four and eight, going into Tennessee at seven and five. Both coming off a loss. Both coming off uh, pretty devastating losses on both ends. Just getting slacked on the road. Jaguars losing to the Lions at home. Lions put 40 on them. Titans losing in Philly. uh, 35-10, I believe. So, I'm going with the Titans here. I think they are the better team. I think Mike Vrabel is one of the better coaches in the league. Um, And I think talent and coaching is going to beat the Jaguars, I think. Although Trevor Lawrence is there, and he did have a, a tough injury scare uh, at the end of the first half, uh, I don't think this is their year. Um, got a lot more stuff to put together, so on paper, I can't really go against the Titans here. Yeah, uh, me and agrees with you. I agree with you. Um, while the Titans are coming off a loss, it, it was to a, a pretty juggernaut-esque Eagles yep. team yep. and I think the Titans what gets them so far is how well coached they are and how <clears throat> much of a disciplined team they are their yeah. strategy I think is pretty airtight you know you see a lot mm-hmm. of teams that do successful for short-lived times right very explosive teams right they, they rely on big plays but the Titans I think they sort of figure something out here where they have a very run very hard rushing team like when yeah. they run the ball they run the ball hard right um and they stuff like that just just takes away the life of a defense when you're just getting beaten in the trenches. Um, yeah, so. I mean it's in the trenches, right? That's that's yeah. where games oh, yeah. are won and lost, as you know. Uh, oh, yeah, Derrick Henry has not performed the way I'd like him to be as a fantasy owner, but uh, <laughs> if you look at their schedule, it's a pretty soft one. It's got to be one of the softer schedules to finish the year. Yeah, um, I think they're up there. Yeah, I think they might even play the Jacks twice. I could be wrong. I know they played the Texans. So, um, yeah, pretty easy pick there. Uh, moving on, another divisional matchup. A lot of divisional matchups. I oh, think. yeah, well, I was just about to say. Yeah, uh, that's crazy. Um, the Philadelphia Eagles, 11-1 and 1 
going into MetLife, playing the Giants at 7-4-1, who had the chance to put away the Commanders at home in overtime, could not do it. Uh, I'll start us off here. I have the Eagles. I just think they, they're they the more rounded team. The Giants uh, could make it tough for, for Philly, but I think that, that Philadelphia offense is too much for the Giants to, to cover up with their injuries uh, on the defensive and offensive side. So uh, give me the Eagles here um, decently convincingly. Yeah, um, I think what you said about, you know, a very strong Eagles offense uh it'll be hard to yeah. stand up a defense against that, against that, especially with a depleted one full of yep. injuries. Yep. Uh, Mian has the Eagles. I agree. Um, <laughs> while I would love to see the Giants put up a fight here, um, one thing I could be hopeful for as a Giants fan is that this is the first meeting they have this season, so it'll be a good gauge as to where they are. Yeah, a good um, measuring stick to, to see yeah. hopefully how the rest of their season goes and uh, I, I personally think win or lose the the big game is is next week against the Commanders because yep, that's, that's the who one. I mean that's who you're buying for for that last spot. So um, I, I do like the uh, I I I get his pick and I, yeah. I think that's a smart one. Uh, an AFC North battle here: the Baltimore Ravens eight and four, Lamar Jackson out week to week. Playing against the Pittsburgh Steelers, five and seven, uh, the Baltimore def- uh, excuse me, the Baltimore offense has been lackadaisical as of late, and without Lamar Jackson, uh, which he's playing in a contract year, probably not a great great spot for him to get injured. Uh, going into Pittsburgh at five and seven, Pittsburgh is a gritty team. These matchups are always tough. Uh, I'll start us off here, Slug. I do like Pittsburgh at home to win. Uh, I think it's going to be an ugly game. I just don't think the Steelers are as bad and as worse coached than the Denver Broncos who almost pulled that game out. Yeah. Uh, me and has the Steelers here, this one with, you know, on a, any other day, I think it wouldn't be as close to a pick as it is this week. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have a Steelers defense that is historically strong Yeah, and you have a depleted, you know, I mean, they're missing Lamar Jackson. That a lot of offense for the Ravens runs through Lamar Jackson in that run game and being pretty versatile with that. While they do have Huntley that they can sort of just put in there systematically, yep. I, I, I think you can expect the Steelers' defense to take advantage. Yeah, of I a, think the Steelers' defense hasn't been. Uh, yeah, I don't think the Steelers' defense has been the issue this year. I think oh, a no. young quarterback, young receivers. I think there's a lot of promise there. I'm not sure on Kenny Pickett's ceiling, however. I, I think he can be something good. Nothing special, but you never know. Josh Allen wasn't special in his first two years, but he showed promise. Um, so it, it'll be interesting, but I, I I do like the Steelers here. I just think they're overall a, a well-rounded team, and I think they're they're good enough to beat a depleted uh, Ravens team. Yeah. Uh, the last divisional matchup it kicks us off on the 4 o'clock slate. Uh, only three games in this, or excuse me, yeah, three games in this slate. The Kansas City Chiefs, 9-3, and three, coming off a loss, as we talked about against the Bengals, playing the Denver Broncos, 3-9, and nine, bad coach, bad quarterback. There's not much to say here. I think the Kansas City Chiefs by a million. I have no yeah. other reason to think anything otherwise. Yeah, unless there's a miracle, of course. Um and yeah, me and has the Chiefs. It, hard to disagree here. Uh, well, the Broncos have 
a defense, right? They've been able to hold teams mm-hmm. as far as points you know, right. scored against them. Yeah, their them. defense has been great. They can't put up their own points. And, no. Yeah. 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 Unless, unless a, a turnover touchdown, there's there's really little to no chance. Right. Uh, the one of the two four twenty five games. This is an interesting one. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, six and six. Tom Brady doing what Tom Brady does. Comes back on Monday night against the Chi- uh, the Saints. FYI, it was the second time only in his career he's came back in the fourth quarter down thirteen plus points. The other time was the Super Bowl against the Falcons. Uh, playing the playing Tom Brady's hometown team, San Francisco 49ers, 8-4, probably the most well-rounded team in the NFL other than their quarterback who did go out, Jimmy Garoppolo, out with an ankle sprain. Uh, won't require surgery, so I, I saw a report seven to eight weeks. Uh, I'm not sure if that will get them back in time for the playoffs, uh, but it looks like they'll stick with their guy. Uh, what's his first name? Purdy's first Brock. name. Brock. Brock Purdy. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and an interesting story on him. He he was a uh, a decent high school quarterback. I mean, good. They're all good at this point if they've made it here. But um, didn't have any offers his junior year. And I think Alabama gave him a walk on offer late that year. And then um, his senior year, he exploded. I think his team won the state championship. Uh, Nick Saban actually gave him a scholarship to go play there, uh, but Brock Purdy actually decided to go play at Iowa. So I think that speaks volume, and he's also Mr. Irrelevant. So uh, I actually think they'll roll with him. I think it'll be interesting to watch that narrative. Um, He looked decent. I mean, he's not going to be good or great by any stretch, but I think he's someone that could, as long as you don't turn the ball over in this system, uh, with all the weapons they have, they have a chance to win. Uh, but with all that rambling, uh, Ethan, I'll let you start. Yeah. So Mian takes the bucks and this is a tough one because I, I don't necessarily agree. And I got a few reasons why, uh, well, uh, PSA, uh, Ethan is not a big Tom Brady fan. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> this one goes aside <laughs> from my bias. Um, what I see here is I think it won't be a very high scoring game. You have a 49ers defense that I think they're the number one defense in the league. Mm-hmm. I think actually they are, but in also if they aren't statistically, I think they are. Um, yeah, the uh, the eye test says enough. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, versus an underperforming Buccaneers offense. Yep. Um, so that'll, that'll be an interesting matchup there. And then you also have a 49ers offense. While they're down their starting quarterback, um, the Buccaneers defense is also missing a few key components. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I think a decent game for a guy like Purdy to get comfortable. Um, yeah. And I think it'll be a dogfight, but, I mean, the 49ers, man, they're very well balanced <clears> at this point, and that defense is, is strong. And it's not unlike to see a quarterback step in, especially a young quarterback, a Mr. Irrelevant quarterback, step in down the stretch um, and end up taking over a team. We've seen it many a times. Um, right. You know, so. Hey, me yep, and me and hear, the Bucks. Me, <laughs> me and you, you hear this, kid? Ethan thinks your picks stink. <laughs> I disagree with him, though. I like the Bucks here in this spot. Uh, Brady being Brady, doing Brady things last week, uh, coming back. Uh, the offensive line's definitely depleted. I I think the Niners can easily win this game as, as the Bucks can lose it. But um, I like Tom to hopefully figure things out a little bit better uh, in this offense. And uh, 
as fast as that guy gets rid of the ball, he needs to get rid of it quicker. Yeah. It's just crazy. Um, the Niners can win games merely off their defense. I don't think this is one of them. Not that the Bucks, uh put up a lot of points here. They're not great at putting up points. Uh, however, uh, I like Tom here to, to take advantage of a uh, missing quarterback. In, uh, I'll take Tampa Bay in this slot. Uh, and then we move on four twenty five the Carolina Panthers at four and eight going into Seattle at seven and five uh Ethan, who do you got so i I think at this i i i would myself would take the Seahawks here um they've had a couple of tough games more recently, but they've been a fairly mm, Mediocre. Mediocre, but they've played, good, though. they've played good games here and there throughout the season. And mm-hmm. with a team like the Panthers and what they've gone through this season, it's uh, uh, I don't think they're on a distinct path towards where they're going. No. Um, yeah, and Mian me, me also has the Seahawks. So, yeah, yeah. I, I agree there. Yeah, I'm in agreement with him. I, I think this is uh, – I just – I really can't bet on the Panthers. I just can't do it. Yeah. Um, Sam Darnold, although he's been okay, just I think the Seahawks put up more points, uh, <clears throat> and their offense kind of gets going and, and starts clicking. They're they're another team that's not going to be a fun out. Not that I think they have Super Bowl aspirations, but I think uh, I think they're a team that can mess and muddy things up for for that NFC playoff picture. And ultimately, I think they will make it. However, uh, it, it's too easy to to pick them here. Uh, we'll move on to the Sunday night game. Miami Dolphins eight and four going into the Chargers six and six. Chargers losing uh, against the Raiders last week. Tough one to lose. Uh, Ethan, I'll let you start. Yeah. So Mian has the Dolphins. Uh, I I got to agree there. Um, mm-hmm. I know they're coming off a loss as well. Correct. To yeah. the Niners. Yeah to the Niners, but that's a good Niners team. So um, this is an offense that is explosive. This is uh, this is one of those teams, like you see, like I think it was the first couple of years the Chiefs were um, starting to catch their stride with Mahomes, where you have the super explosive teams, right? Good playmakers, um, a quarterback who's just going to throw it, and they got guys to catch it. Um, that's that's it, It's as simple as that. It's, it's football. <laughs> <laughs> It's as simple as that. Uh, but, yeah, I have the Dolphins here. This is a game for the Chargers where um, this would be one where if they if they do squeeze out a win here, this is one where you could see them start to um, shake things up for some of the teams that sort of are on a, a defined path towards the postseason. Um, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, give, me the, give me the Dolphins. Me and also wants the Dolphins, but, yeah. Okay, good. Uh, I'm actually going with the Chargers here, and I don't feel great about it. I don't love this Chargers team as good as they are offensively. Defense has a lot of holes. Obviously, uh, J.C. Jackson going out early, season-ending injury doesn't help. Um, but I think this is a gotta-have-it game, and for the Patriots' sake, I, I hope they lose it. But um, I think this is a, this is a game that uh, obviously the Dolphins are expected to win. But I do like Justin Herbert to have some magic here against a, a very marginal Dolphins defense. So um, give me the Chargers here. Uh, at home Sunday night 
Should be a fun one. Um, yeah, high and scoring. They're fighting their way into the the postseason too. They're uh, you know I think they're about a game out. Yeah, um, yeah. So, they're both six six and six. Patriots and Chargers. So they're both fighting. So, so moving on the Monday night game. Uh, I believe it's the third uh, primetime game for the Patriots. Uh, they will actually have one more. Actually, no, they won't have any. The Patriots Raiders got flexed out of the uh, Sunday night. Uh, for next week, I believe the Giants and Commanders got, yeah, flexed, they got in, flexed in, which yeah. is by far a great move for the NFL. Oh yeah, uh, that'll that'll be a big one. Sorry, yeah. sorry to no, you're you good here. But before we get into this, that'll Go be a ahead. big one because what is likely to happen if everyone sort of expects the Eagles to take the Giants this week, you'll have two seven five and one teams. Um, yep, and depending on what happens with the Seahawks, you sort of have three yep. teams that are fighting for that. Yeah, fighting for those two spots in the wild card. So it'll be a it'll be a big game. Yeah, I think that was the right move. Uh, yeah. I, no one really cares. I, I think that Patriots-Raiders game, obviously the Raiders getting Devontae Adams and uh, a new coach in Josh McDaniels. I think there was the Belichick-McDaniels. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just aesthetic. I don't know. They're just that kind of matchup. Uh, Belichick is not great against his former coaches. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when you kind of sit back and look at it from a bird's eye view, like, no one really outside of New England cares about that matchup between Belichick and McDaniel's. Like it's just yeah, fair. that doesn't that doesn't move the needle um, viewership wise. But uh, anyways, the Monday night game, Patriots six and six going into Arizona, uh, four and eight. Arizona's been a very dysfunctional team. It's been great to watch on Hard Knocks, but uh, Patriots coming off uh, a loss here that was pretty tough at home. Fans uh, are getting tired of it. I think the play calling attributes a lot to it. However, uh, I like the Patriots here. I think they bounce back. This is another one similar to the Chargers. It's a gotta-have-it game. Which team wants it more? Uh, I think the Patriots have more to play for. Chargers are on the outs, or excuse me, the Cardinals are on the outside looking in. Um, I like the Patriots to play clean football and not turn the ball over. Hopefully, better play calling. I freaking hope. Yeah, I think they have a chance to play a little uh, cleaner football here, and I think it'll be important if they can. Uh, this, so me and as the Pats, I I, I agree here, and I think yeah. for the Patriots, this is definitely one of those games where they have a chance to play clean football, and they need to, mm-hmm. uh, especially coming down the stretch. You got to start putting together some some good offense, and in, in, yeah, especially with what the offense has been. Um, right, that defense isn't, you know. It has had its various struggles, but it's a good defense, historically yeah. speaking, and it has been. just fundamentally, it's a good defense. So I think it's a chance for the offense to really put the ones and twos together and, and get it going. Agreed. So when I look back on it, uh, I believe there's four different picks. So the Chargers, Dolphins, yeah. uh, the uh, I'm scrolling up here, Vikings, Lions, yeah. uh, the. Rams, Raiders. Raiders. Yep. So three games. So um, as I look back on things, I believe Mian has a eight and a half game lead. So if I could swing at least uh, all three would be ideal. If I can at least get two of three, that'd be huge. Um, yeah. I want to take a, a minute slug just to kind of, I'll, I'll ask you this question as far as the playoff picture goes. Um, and like I had mentioned at the beginning of the show, you'll be, joining me and, and uh, me and uh, when, once the playoffs start, 
which I'm really excited about. I know you are too, but oh, I am very excited. I, I wanted to talk. The division leaders are the division leaders. The bang, you know, we'll start in the AFC. The Bengals could move their way into uh, the, you know, they could move into the lead of the division. I kind of expect them to. Same record as the Ravens. Uh, Ravens are just not looking good right now. But I wanted to kind of shift to the three teams that are vying for that last playoff spot as of right now. And you see teams down the stretch who are, you know, in in prime position to be in the postseason, not make it in. So I think two teams out of that could be the Dolphins and, and Ravens, although I think the Dolphins are a playoff team. Expect the, the Ravens to maybe lose a few here down the stretch to, to shake things up. But <clears throat> I want to get your take out of the Jets, Pats, and Chargers. Who gets that last wild that last uh, wild card spot in your opinion? Yeah, I think this is an interesting one because you really do have a ch- depending on what happens with the Ravens, right? Yep. What I see is I see the Bengals potentially creeping up into that into that number one spot out of the North, mm-hmm. and that'll bump the Ravens back down for fighting for a wild card spot. Right. I think. Right. Between the Jets, the Patriots, and the Chargers, I wouldn't be surprised if the Patriots finish out the season strong. If the Jets end up going downwards, because, you know, the Jets will always be the Jets. Exactly. Um, and if the Ravens are able to hang on. It, what'll be interesting is what happens this week. It, I mean, this is a very tough game for the Chargers, right? Mm-hmm. They got mm-hmm. the Dolphins. It's a game that they could very well win, and I think yep. it'll be important if they do. Um, yep. As far as playoff implications, not just for the record, but for the team that they will have to go through. Yeah. Um. If I'm going to make my predictions, uh, I think the Bengals move up, take the number one spot in the North, bump the Ravens down, and I think it'll be the Ravens, the Dolphins, and the Pats. Okay. I love it. Um, Moving on to the NFC, uh, you have really right now three teams. Well, yeah, three teams, uh, two spots, so one's going to be left out here. Uh, Cowboys are a lock. I think the the Bucks win their division, even if they finish somewhere between eight and nine. Um, yeah, I agree. <laughs> I, I just don't. The Falcons, you know, two games back now. It's it's that's they do play each other, but it's unlikely. Bucks already beat the Falcons. Um, so you got Commanders, you got Seahawks, and you got the Giants. Giants are actually in that second wild card, seven four and one. Seahawks seven and five, and then the Commanders seven five and one. Uh, who do you think is the odd man out out of these three? Yeah, this is a fun one because you got three teams competing for two spots, two teams playing each other that will very much so determine one of those spots. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, like we were saying earlier, the Washington and the in the New York game that is the game to watch. And um, with the, the Seahawks playing the where are we again? Playing the Panthers. Yep. I can see either one of the Giants and the Commanders falling out. Um, this will be a big one because if the Seahawks can manage to pull off a win against the Panthers, hopefully they can, they'll move into 8-5. and five and then With a tough schedule to end the year. With a tough schedule to end oh the year. So, But that's not to say the Giants don't also have a tough schedule to right. end the year. Eagles twice. Um, yeah. My unbiased opinion, I hate to say it, I I can see the Giants being the odd man out here um, yeah. unless they can pull a win over Washington next week. But, um, yeah. That's going to be the decide. I mean, 
that's probably you're going to be looking at the deciding factor for next week, which is why it's a smart idea for the NFL to move that game into the Sunday night slot. Um, However, that's all we have uh, for pickums. That's all we have for the show. Uh, Another one in the books, Ethan, uh, any closing remarks speak now or forever hold your peace. Hey, well, first, I'd just like to say thank you to Kevin for bringing me on. I think you guys have done amazing work with this podcast. Thank you, thank and you. It is truly a blessing to be featured on it. Uh, hopefully, I can be back sometime in the future. Yeah, we'll and, see. Uh, I'll be the judge of I, that. I got, I got a chance to talk my buzz, and uh, hopefully I'll get another. Uh, all right, Slug. Well, appreciate the time. Uh, we'll see everyone next Wednesday. Uh, another week closer to Christmas. Uh, got to feel good. Go, Pats. And... Uh, have a good week. Thanks. Oh, buzz, buzz, buzzity taco. We're buzzing over here and we're talking over there. Buzz taco, talkity buzz. Oh, buzz, buzz, buzz. Oh, talkity talk. Buzz, talkity talk. Buzz, 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 talkity talk. Talk, buzz, talk, talk, talkity buzz. Buzz, talkity buzz. buzz.